Greetings and salutations. It is the Clary Podcast. Yeah, I decided to bring back the, uh, was it Schifrin Lilo? The bumper there. I think he's dead. Don't know if he's alive anymore. Uh, but I do like this Kelly. It's my favorite bumper to use. And I stopped using it because I'm like, ah, I think Warner Brothers owns the rights or something like that. And I did try to contact them. The U- and then it was like, ah, it's too difficult. But then, oh, I listened to Kerry Lutz. And Kerry Lutz, who is wiser and older and smarter than me, he says, oh, hey, you don't want to have a lawsuit. And you know what? I'm kind of more of the mood of fuck it. Um, I love that bumper. Sh- I love it. I love it. And that's the one I'm going to use. And then if they say, hey, we didn't use you. Which is how all their lawyers sound to me. I'd be like, all right, all right, I'll delete it. And here's your $3.46 I made off of this bumper. You got to imagine what the, what, proliferation of all the music, all the the data and knowledge, all the musical talent, all the uh, literary works, everything. Video, media, audio, it just it's all over. It essentially brought the cost down to zero that a lot of these corporations are going to be like, yeah, you know what, we're not going to chase after that guy. But then on the other hand, then I have uh, my good pal, the great Matt Baldoni, who is an, you know, a genuine artist, a real one, one that actually makes a living uh, doing it, not like, oh my God, I'm really good with photography. I want to be a photographer and take pictures of things in black and white. And then maybe someday after I get my doctorate in photography, I could take pictures in sepia. I wonder, my God, is there a doctorate in photography? Hang on. I just clicked it. One part of my brain is more further ahead than the other. Hang on. Please don't tell me you can get a doctorate in photography. Please don't. Please don't. Doctorate in photo. Honest to God, it auto-filled. It auto-filled. How do you get a doctorate in philosophy photography? Are you kidding me? <laughs> How are you people so stupid? Not my listeners, but any of you normies that happen to come across this podcast. How are you so stupid? Photography at Sutherland, UK. Doctorate in photography. See, now, a lot of these are just advertisements. Okay, they haven't found. Uh, there's only one school in the UK that's offering one. Westminster Photography, United Kingdom. Looks like you UK idiots are dumber than fuck. Warnborough.ie. Doctor of phil- oh, that's philosophy. No, no, we want doctorate. Westminsterphotography.co.uk. A PhD in photography. I mean, like, do you really suck? Do you really, really suck at taking pictures that you need eight years of classes on how to take pictures? Come to Westminster Photography. Here it is. BA in Photography, BA in Photography PT, MA Documentary and Photojournalism, MA in Photography Arts, PhD in Photography. Honest to God. Really? Why not? I'm, I'm being serious. Why not a PhD in wiping your own ass? Seriously. Just just click a button. I think it's I think it takes I'm being deadly serious. It takes more human brain interaction to wipe your own ass than it does to click a button. But you see, you gotta get the light right. It's just it's like ah oh, Photoshop it. University of Westminster. Alright, what is this freaking scam artist school? 
Oh, we got an Asian girl. Oh, we got an Asian girl. The first thing you th- see is a non-white person. Oh, there's a black girl. They see they they're doing like the photo collage, like the chain. There it is. There's a picture of a London Ferris wheel. We just want to let you know. Oh, here's another black chick without any long hair. Westminster alumna student life. Oh, there's one white guy. What's that bastard doing there? We got to go kill him. Do you minorities get it? Do you minorities get the scam? That I'm being deadly serious. I'm not even being funny or haha. Do you guys understand how rich white people, predominantly in the academic arts, are like targeting you because they think you're stupid? Because they think like, oh my God, you should become a lawyer and become a lawyer for social justice causes. Just give us a quarter million dollars to us equally unemployable, worthless pieces of shit who have their doctorates or their jurisprudence or whatever the fuck it is they call a law degree. Yeah, Asian girl, black girl. And uh, and, and now what's the, it's going to switch to the old lady with the short black hair. Yeah, go to westminster.ac.uk. And just let it play. And it's like, it's it's painfully obvious who their target victims. I wouldn't say demographic. I'm just going to say victims are. Do you need yourself a doctorate in, in photography? Browse courses. Why the fuck not? I wasn't going to go this way, guys. I wasn't. Advanced software engineering. Air transport planning and management. I want to become an air guidance person that makes sure planes don't crash together on the on the tarmac. Architecture and environmental design, architecture and MA, postgraduate, art and visual culture. Uh, uh, let's click on this one, guys. Let's see where it goes. We're already in the rabbit hole this quickly. Course overview, course summary. This interdisciplinary. You see, it's inter- it's inter. We take black women that hate males and whites with feminism that hates straights and normies, and we have an interdisciplinary study. I've often wondered, like, is that not enough evidence? Like, just just hear me out on this, and, and I haven't fully thought this idea through yet. Because and then I'm the reason we haven't thought it through yet is because I, I'm being serious, guys. I'm being serious. I'm not saying this because of me, and I'm not trying to kiss anybody's ass. I think we're just too damn smart to understand these stupid people. And I I wish this was a gimmick. I wish I was just hey, I'm just trying to poke a badger with a spoon and rattle the cage. But let's just think think about this. We're we're higher than average intelligence here over in Cappy Cap land. And I can never understand this phenomenon of interdisciplinary, like what's the point and purpose of women's studies? It doesn't make sense. Why would you study you being a woman? Hasn't the past two million years of evolution taught us kind of you know the basics of male and female, whatever you know? And then also, another thing I don't understand is like why why are why are the number of genders increasing exponentially every year? But the problem is you operate from the erroneous premise that everybody else is as smart as you. But what what if you're a really dumb person but you're not officially retarded? Deadly serious, being deadly serious here. What do you do when the world for the past 30 or 40 years has been kissing your ass in Western civilization, telling you you can achieve and do whatever you want, and you actually think you're smart, SMRT. So Simpsons reference. 
And the, I don't want to lose my thought here. Hang on, bear with me. For us people who actually are smart, like we actually have intelligence, we look at people say interdisciplinary women's studies. Um, how could you major in this stuff? Uh, why, why would you? Why would you waste your time? Why do you come up with thirty-one flavors of gender? You have to realize that these people are so dumb. They're so inferior, and I do mean that not only as descriptive but also insulting. That the best thing you have to do, a lot of these people, millions of people, the best thing they have to do, the best thing they come up with is coming up with different variants of gender. Like, let's say you're, you're, you're a very truly below average idiot, millennial, or baby boomer feminist, and you're going to come up with these little logos and signs, like, you know, the, the, the male, the sign for what, male is a circle with the with an arrow, I always remembered it that way because that way the man's penis penetrates the woman. There's an arrow. I, I think that's men. And then women is like the uh, circle with the cross. I don't know why they have a cross because they're not particularly uh, saint-like. But then let's say you're a truly inferior, dumb person that has nothing to look forward to in life. You have nothing. But hey, you can draw little squiggly diagrams and you could come up with, well, oh my God, like there's this thing, there's this sub-study, there's this idea that, that, that gender is a spectrum. It's a spectrum. Now, I'm look, I'll meet you guys halfway because it's true. There's straight and then there's gay. Kind of like, you know, there's male, female, then other. Like, okay, there's like a 3% thing. And I just conglomerate. Yeah, there's other. Yeah. But how sad is your life? How pathetic are you? How inferior is your intellect that you're going to go and try to codify this spectrum? Oh, you see? See, there's like this thing. And how many of you think like we're excited that they could draw different like little diagrams? You know what? Hang on. Let me Let me look this up. Let's look this up. Diagram uh, gender. Genders. Diagram genders. You know, I mean, we're really going to the the uh, rabbit's hole here. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm just looking for the signs. Like the, the you guys know what I'm talking about. There was like uh, the gender unicorn. <laughs> Gender, gender signs. Let's try that. Gender, gender signs. Imagine that. It's all male and female, even if you do the, oh, I'm doing bing. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Okay. All right. Let's go to the website. Okay. Oh, this is deviant art. There is... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, by one, two, three, four, forty different genders. Uh, this is Kari, C A R I. I know this is going to sound, just check this site out, okay? C A R I dash R E Z dash Lobo dot deviantart dot com slash art slash gender dash symbols dash. Four eight six zero five two zero eight six. So there's there's like these logos, 
And I guarantee you, the pinnacle achievement, the pinnacle, uh, like the giddies, giggities that these people got is drawing all these different type of logos and symbols. And the problem was normal IQ people or higher, and I'm being, you know, normal IQ or higher. We don't understand it. You know, why, why would you do this? What's the point of this? They This is like their biggest achievement. This is their biggest achievement. So it's not just like female with the circle with the cross. Oh, look, I was right. Okay, male with the arrow because it penetrates a penis. Okay, I got that. But then there's bi-gender. There's a cross and an arrow shooting out from the circle. There's an androgyny where there's an arrow with a cross through it that goes straight north. Bi-gender female and male. I don't know how that's different than the other one. But there's all these like little arrows and diagrams and crosses, pangender, polygender, gender, queer, non-binary. This, in this person's mind, in this person's mind, there's actually a difference. In the truth, though, this person doesn't have a mind that could actually say, well, actually, we found all these different, you know, scientific data that would separate this. And there's like 40 different genders. This person is such an inferior piece of shit. This per- And these people, I can't pick on this one person because there's a lot of people, there's millions of people that believe in this stuff. They're so bored. They're so unaccomplished. They're so inferior. This is what they do. You you guys wonder where, oh, hey, why, why, what's this obsession with like 40 flavors of gender? It's not, it has nothing to do with the gender. This is just, these people have nothing else to offer society. And they're going to take value, just like, you know, we're going to take value in traits we were born with, things we didn't earn. I'm a black female. I'm a strong, independent black female. I'm a Hispanic male. I'm a, I'm a this. I'm a gay. I'm, a, I'm straight. I'm a, whatever. If that is what they hold forth as the most important thing in their lives, their greatest accomplishment, something they were born with, which is not an accomplishment, which means they're lazy, which means they're communist, which means there's this explains all the combination between this gender and diversity and different skin color and racism and uh, you know, that's uh, with uh, socialism. <clears throat> Do you think they're actually going to go forth and work and produce something of value? Or do you think they're going to like get involved in these little the, the minutiae? Like, oh, look, see, we can, we can organize things. We organize things based on our traits. It's my trait that gives me value. It's not whether I work or produce anything of value for the rest of society. See, I am a, I'm going to go, a gender version one. I'm a, an, a gender version, gender void. <laughs> it's just a black circle. Gender fluid, third gender, and demigirl. If there's nothing to be, in other words, you guys think there's like some kind of rhyme or reason. You think maybe like, what's wrong with these people? What do they see I don't see? Or, or maybe you don't even care. Or you're like, I, I don't care what they see, what I don't see. But uh, you know, there's there might be something. What I, I don't get anything about. There's nothing to get. There's nothing to get. These are sad, pathetic people who have such sad, pathetic lives. The only thing that they get to do because it's easy and it's lazy and they don't have to work, is they come up with 40 different flavors of gender. Like, I guarantee you, this person who put this this thing together, they're very excited. All the people who, like, you know, live off of government grants over at the Women's Studies Department or the, the Gender Studies Department, whatever, at all the different universities, that's who these freaks are. 
That's the level of their capacity. They have no desire to contribute anything of value to society. They have no desire, actually, to help advance gay or lesbian or, or non-traditional, non-binary. I'll grant you that. I'll give you guys that. I'll be fair. There are some people who just aren't binary. I'll, I'll grant you that. But they don't. They don't. They care to wallow in it because that's how they're going to. I don't even say want to make a living. They can always go for government grants. That, that's how they make their living. But I think it's truly second. I mean, it's necessary and vital that they. Uh, you know, have food, clothing, and shelter. That's how they keep themselves alive in a very parasitic manner. But how they lie to themselves and think that they contribute anything to society or they have any value to society, they're lying to themselves. Like, oh, look, look, we can codify and we can do things. We have agency and purpose. Look, we have value. I came up with a pan-gender, polygender, a queer gender, non-binary, a third gender, and they drew diagrams. We drew diagrams. I'm so valuable. It's just the line to themselves. Just line to themselves. Which leads me to another important lesson about lefties and leftoids. I know you guys hate them. I know you hate them. And I know that they are parasiting off of you to the extent that you work 14 years of your life paying for other people's leftist bullshit mistakes. I understand that. But can you imagine? And here's the true punishment. Can you imagine being one of these people? To the point you... This is the best thing. Like, I don't know who this person is. Carrie Rez Lobo. Um, that you spent seconds, days, hours. I don't know. Days if you're pretty stupid. Drawing this shit. Coming up with all these different things. Actually dedicating resources and time. Actually being a student stupid enough to spend $300 a credit to study all the, oh, well, you see, we think there's a there's a transgender and gender fluid example of male-female, butch, transvestite, NB, alia gender, I'm reading right, the demiod gender with third gender, gender fluid androgyny and female? What do you think these people's lives are like? What do you what do you think they I mean that's a torture it's a it's a mental hell because their dad wasn't around to like lay down some fucking law no mommy was always on the government check this is the result of government checks the worst thing that can happen to you is a government check that's the worst thing that can happen to you because it will ruin your life oh oh you get the free gimme dats oh you get to live off of whitey males and Christians oh that's fine you may get to enslave them they just work a little bit harder a little bit smarter. Hotter, better, faster, stronger. They simply just work that much. And that's the simple solution. For those of you that happen to be, oh, we're getting screwed. Yeah, you are. You totally are. You're working 14 years unnecessary after the taxes are paid to pay for other people's mistakes. But at least you're aware of that. At least you're cognizant. At least you 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 know, like, yeah, I want to bang chicks and I want to bang guys. And even for those of you who happen to be a uh, more libertarian or Republican uh, gay, you're like, yeah, I, I like dick. <laughs> I, I like dick, but I don't like taxes. Welcome to the fucking same club. I will admit there is a, a non-binary gender out there. I will grant you that. And you're, you're kind of pissed off. But can you imagine being one of these? Like, look at fucking Lacey Green. Oh, you guys are all excited. Lacey Green came back to, oh, she's on the, she's, she's starting to wake up. She's starting to wake up. Can you imagine not only the hell she went through with all this bullshit until that guy started hitting a reset button in the, 
androgynous. So, could you imagine the millions of young boys and girls she misled? And they just wanted to believe the easy way out. Can you imagine the pain and the suffering and the misery? All of you Gen Xers out there, right? Okay, we we're given this bullshit. We we're given one simple lie. We we're given one simple lie. And it fucked us up. And that was women like a caring, sensitive man. That's that's one lie told to all of us. No, women want a big rip dude to fuck them silly and tell them to shut the fuck up. That's what they really want, right? But look at what that one innocent, well, not innocent, is actually probably very evil uh, with women. Women want an just caring, sensitive man. And you dipshits like me followed that when you were younger. I mean, we, we've turned it around. We realized it. And it took us a decade to turn around. Can you imagine these millennial and Gen Z liberal leftist dipshits? following the advice they're getting now 31 flavors of gender you can't yell there's no boys or girls it's fluid it's dynamic and you're speaking directly to the most important thing of everybody's life and that is the opposite sex as much as you MGTOW modern day feminists male feminists virgins whatever you want to call it you you want to say oh no women don't women we hate women we don't want women and as much as you feminists want to hate on men in the end, you either accept the reality that you're programmed to like the opposite sex, that's the most important thing in your life, and you abide by that reality. I'm not saying you 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 change your life. I'm not saying you just like bow down at the altar of the other gender. You hold them to standards. It's a yin and yang. There's a balance going on. It's a constant little war of equilibrium. But can you imagine? I mean, think of it this way. Look at all the feminists now from the 70s. Think about all those feminists from the 70s. What what are they now? They've just pissed away their lives because they were too lazy to put forth the effort to lose some fucking weight and help out a man, to be serving towards a man. And look at all these MGTOWs and the virgin towels and all these guys like, I don't need no way. There you go, play your video games. And, all, and, 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 and well-deserved, well-deserved. The, the women are not exactly anything to chase after nowadays. The men are not. I mean, in other words, you guys, the men are not worth chasing after nowadays. You got Pajama Boy. You guys deserved each other. And, and the reason why you guys have ruined the best thing in life for one another, and that is an attractive person from the opposite sex. The reason why is because you're all a bunch of lazy motherfuckers. And you want to believe in this goddamn diagram of 40 different genders. Because that gives you value and purpose. I'm going to salute a young lady, um, but and of which there are there are many of them out there. But Jen Loken, Jen Loken is an actual woman. She is a fucking real woman. She kept herself in shape for her husband. Had six kids. She looks hotter than most twenty-five year olds. Certainly over at Sweeney's in St. Paul, which I'm going to get to later. Raised six children's, homeschools them all. These kids are already programming fucking computer programming languages. One already knows how to like milk, inseminate, and do other shit with cows. You may say, oh, ha ha, inseminate. Stop being so soft, Morik. Do you know how to inseminate cows? Do you know how to make more beef? Do you know how to make more milk? Oh, well, you better shut the fuck up. There are so- very few girls, very few boys out there who realize the true nature of 
and, and dynamic between men and women and realize, hey, we can capitalize off of this. We can work hard together and we can support one another. But but by God, if, isn't, if that isn't less than 1% of the population, because you dipshits out there, you morons, because, oh, you're so independent-minded, but you believe government brainwashing. You believe school. Again, I'll go back to the days. I didn't understand how the fuck did, did when I went from, from private school, I, 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 maybe it was something with private school. Maybe the kids were smarter there, but the teachers were our enemy. They were the enemy, at least for half of us. Then when we got to public school, I couldn't believe how many students actually liked their teachers, but not for real reasons. It was like because they got easy A's or something like that. They were all trying to buddy-buddy up. I'm like, don't you understand these are our captors? These are our prisoners? These are our brainwashers? And, oh, let's say if the rainforest, oh, the ozone layer. These were the bullshit reasons that we got back in the 80s. You kids, it's global warming and fucking Rahib. And, oh, you ain't going to rape that girl. Don't worry. There's a religion of peace and all that other bullshit. And you're racist. By the way, you're racist. You're going to burn in hell if you don't believe in what we say. Which is ironically Christian yet leftist at the same time, isn't it? Oh. <sighs> But you guys, you guys are so smart. You know, you guys are so independent-minded. You all come out of school believing the exact same fucking leftist bullshit. It's amazing how independent-minded you are, yet you all believe the same things. You all want to claim you're independent-minded, but you believe exactly what you're fucking told. Because you're not independent-minded. You're not smart. You're lemmings. You're fucking sheep. You're fucking sheeple. You're nothing intelligent. You're not a Gen Loken. You're not the uh, not Muslim girl. The uh, what's her name? I I don't remember her name. She was uh, another. She disappeared. She disappeared. Mormon gal raised a bunch of kids. Homeschooled. None of you are those people. The vast majority of you college-educated, independent-minded people, especially you females, you're just so independent-minded. Yet you all follow the herd. All conformists. All common. I can't think of a worse insult than be called common. Average. I can't I can't think of something worse. It means you've just pissed away your life. All you girls tell me I'm just an independent-minded girl majoring in the liberal arts. There's like a fucking billion of you. Boring. And, by the way, true sign of intelligence, you're a conformist, which means you're not a, not conformist would be intelligent. You're all just independent-minded and intelligent. Yeah, then, you know, why is it that that's a mutually exclusive thing? A truly, like, I again, there's a few. There's a handful. They're very few. But I do get along better with an honest communist than you rank-and-file Bernie Sanders dick suckers. You guys who are confused about, do I suck Obama's dick or Bernie's dick? So Obama's dick or Bernie? Oh, Hillary has a dick too. Oh my God, choices. You fucking morons. You sheep. You obedient little fucking sheep. But then there's the occasional comedy. No, I believe we owe it to the human society. And there's so few of you. So few of you. Because those are actually intelligent people. The ones I like. Oh, yeah, I actually think we owe it to other human beings that we should pool our resources together. It's just a moral thing I got. That It's a simple argument because communism is not that complicated of a thing. It's like, other people's shit! Give me other people's shit! I demand other people's shit! That's communism, modern day, the rank and file. 
But every once in a while, there's like a true one that actually has a fucking soul. And I disagree with him or her all the way. I'm like, wrong. It's not practical. I actually give a shit about people. You just haven't thought as far as me. But at least that person is moral and sane. Oh, but you rank and file dipshit. It's 33 flavors of gender. And oh my God, I'm oppressed. And the, 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 uh... Wage gap is caused by sexism and blacks are oppressed and Hispanics are oppressed. It has nothing to do with them having more kids than they can afford. Oh, my God, we got to kill all the white males who are Christian, who are straight. If they're gay, we'll put them on a plantation. We'll allow them to live, but they should still realize they have privilege. You got to be fucking joking me. And you claim to be intelligent. You fucking inferior pieces of parasitic shit. You th- and here's the other thing. You think Some of you actually deep down inside know what you're doing. And you're particularly evil scum. Do you really think any guy like me? And there's, there's not that many. I'll grant you that. I'll grant you that. You look at your average Republican. They're pussies. They're pussies. Western civilization absolutely deserves to be taken over. I welcome our new overlords. Come on in. Take it over. Because there, there's no... But there's a couple of us. There's a couple of us. And in an interesting, ironic respect, you do get a lot of respect from these people because you actually have some balls to stand up for yourself. There's people that I would be ideologically against. Like, I actually have a fair amount of uh, Muslim followers. Or Middle East. I don't know if they're actually practicing Muslim. Let's just say they're, uh, they're, they're from the Middle East. Ethnically, they're from the Middle East. And they, I think they kind of like, yeah, I understand. Uh... My people flew some planes into your uh, your buildings. I can understand where you're like a little bit skeptical of uh, Muslims, but I hope to kind of prove to you I'm one of the good ones and I don't wish you any. And, and you, you vet them out. You vet them out. But you sheep, let's just let all the fucking third worlders in. We welcome the refugee. Uh, yeah, you know what? Go calculate and memorize this 40 gender chart. Don't care. Don't care. It is the Clary Podcast. How are you guys doing? <clears throat> I am uh, moving this chair around. And uh, yeah, I haven't done a podcast. And all we did a podcast with DT. And I didn't get any of the sponsors or the advertisers in, so I do apologize. I have been busy celebrating paying off the house. And not to keep hammering that away, but yeah, I did pay off the house. It was nice. And uh, paying off the house, if you're ever, what? what's it like? What what happens after you nothing nothing happens after you pay off the house absolutely nothing it's like before the house is paid off it's the exact same as after the house is paid off nothing has happened there's no confetti there's no celebration there's no cheerleaders um you dipshit parents in the suburbs will celebrate your child graduating from kindergarten uh, you will celebrate graduating from high school, you morons. And, uh, a lot, and, and now you morons will celebrate graduating from high school version 2.0. I that. No, that's not it. What's the song for? Hang on, is it Pomp and Circumstance? Hey, let's take a look. Come on. Graduation ceremony. Let's do YouTube. Come on, computer. There we go. Pomp and circumstance. Is that it? Yeah, graduation walking. Hey, let's listen to this. Let's turn this up. Ba-da-da-da-da-da. 
You are in debt. Did you accuse a young boy of raping you falsely? You all have debt now and no hope of getting a job. All right, that's enough. And you will be. Oh, hang on. Where'd it go? Can't end this shit. Yeah. Any of you guys actually go to your graduation? I didn't. I was like, I, I'd imagine, I'd be very curious if we had a longitudinal chart, which I know is a multi-syllabic word, so you leftists can just tune out on that. But it is, a, I'd be curious to see, as a percent of the student body, what percent actually goes to the graduation ceremony? Because, like, by four years, like, when you're a senior, you must know you just got fucked in the ass. You, you, your ass must be sore after, like, this is it, this is the bullshit, I don't have a job. I'll say, by the way, I know, Herman, we got $250,000 out of you with student loans and fees and things that go to leftist causes and leftist professors, but if you'd like to graduate, you need to pay an extra $1,000 for a cap and gown, and then there's a fee... It's just like that extra thrust in your ass, male or female. Unless you like that shit, then imagine something that's painful and you don't like. Uh, it's just like that last thrust that academia gives to you. Um, you know, to get that last little bit of money out of you. So that, uh, not to sound like cynical libertarian. It's that last bit of cum you girls have got to swallow. Because you girls are like 60% of the students now. You're just so educated. You're just so smart. You're just, you're just making, you're just closing in on the boys, girls. You're just closing in on the boys by buying into inflated assets like college degrees and housing. You're just so SMRT. You have a mass that you know that women account. For 70% of the master's student, and they're just so smart. They're just, it's just, I'm waiting for the day that translates into money. Don't you girls kind of find that funny? You leftist girls that care about actually helping women, which is none of you because you're just into a bitching and whining fest and parasitism on and professional victimhood. But let's just take it at face value. You girls there, don't you find it odd? You all have like more education than boys, but there's still that nagging wage gap. Like, it's almost as if there was a flaw in your strategy. Like, like you thought, oh my god, I just, just show up for college. And like, oh my goodness, I just make more money because more education equals more money. And then like, the, the concept of ever like, well, what did you study? Did that ever in it? Nah. Fucking worthless is coming up on what, seven, eight years old? I thought it was going to be revolutionary. I thought, it was, ah, here's this thing. Ah, this is the anti-vaccination. Or the vaccination, sorry. It's the vaccination of worthless degrees. I will have done my part with, the, you know, the pen is mightier than the sword. And old wordsmith Clary came in there and, here you kids go, here's some truth. Ah, oh, fuck that. They don't want that. Was it Jordan Peterson? Um, somebody sent me a YouTube video. Said, uh, hey... Uh, Dr. Jordan P, which we all know, brilliant man. Not, not. Our, I have no, no qualms. I look up to him. I salute him. He doesn't even know who the fuck I am. But he did a video. Somebody sent it to me about how he has this desire to um, eliminate. 
what was it, postmodern degrees. Like he came up, he, he had this idea like, well, we come up with this uh, software that would analyze the course description and, or the degree offering and saying, oh, this is postmodern, let's get rid of it. And his goal was to eliminate postmodern degrees by 75%, which is noble, which is right, which is true because those kids are wasting their money. They're being lied to. They're being given worthless religious indoctrination. I love it how the leftists think they're so intelligent and smart and like, oh, Christianity, that's too stupid for me. But communism, let me suck Marx's cum all the way down to my ass. They, they think it's something different. And it was cute, very cute, Dr. Jordan Peterson. Very cute, very nice. You have been in academia too long. Let me advance your thinking a little bit so that you don't waste your time. These kids are not going to college because they actually care about Marxist philosophy or Hispanic American studies or indigenous. It's not that. These kids have been brainwashed to be lazy, worthless parasites. And when they go to and and more importantly than that, let me let me correct myself and make this the more important point. Sorry, didn't mean to lead with that. That's that's one reason that explains why they major in worthless subjects because they're easy. But the more important point, you must realize why your strategy is not going to work. Your goal is admirable. You want to eliminate worthless degrees by seventy five percent. I'm totally there with you. Most kids do not go to college to get educated. They go to college because K through 12 has done such a horrendous job of teaching them about the point and purpose of life, giving them value, giving them hope. They just beat the ever-living fuck out of these kids. They beat the life out of them. They beat the joy. They beat the happiness. They beat the expectations. They beat the dreams they kill people's souls. So what they are in is a prison, and you must view it from this point, Mr. Doctor, uh, Dr. Jordan Peterson. They are in a prison, and the only hope, the only salvation, rich or poor, uh, black or white, doesn't matter. K through 12, private or public school, doesn't matter. They are in a goddamn prison because our teachers are inferior pieces of parasitic shit. And I do mean that. I'm not just slamming them because they're leftists. That is who they are. That these minds are captured, they are imprisoned, and they have nothing else to do and nothing to look forward to except for what do we sell them? What do we sell them in the movies and the TV and the parents and the teachers and the guidance and the professors? College! College! College is the land of Canaan for the enslaved Jews of America and Western civilization. It's for the it's the land of Canaan. It's the freedom for the enslaved mind. And these kids have been living at home. They're never taught anything different because their parents were taught the same thing and everybody's a sheep. They think everything gets better in college. College is their birthright. And that is what you must understand, Dr. Jordan Peterson. That is all a young person has in life between their divorce or broken non-nuclear family, single mom whore, fucked up dad, deadbeat dad homes. That's all they have. Every day, day in, day out, day in, day out, talking to the intellectual inferiors that are known as teachers, giving you left this fucking indoctrinated bullshit. Nobody's allowed to advance. Nobody's allowed to excel. They are truly prisoners in the K-12 public system. And the only thing 
The only thing they have to look forward to is getting the fuck out. And what everybody tells them they got to do, because we haven't ass-raped these kids enough yet. Well, we ass-raped the parents because parents pay the property tax. Okay, most parents don't pay the property taxes. Only the property owners like me who don't have kids that pay the property taxes for kids that aren't mine and and, and because reasons. Uh, Now, if it wasn't bad enough, we ass-raped the parents and non-children property uh, property owners through property taxes. We got a butt fuck the living hell out of these little children once they turn. Once they turn, away. Uh, what is it? What's the crass, stupid Wyoming white trash shit they say? Old enough to bleed, old enough to breed? That's like teachers and professors and college university type people. Old enough to vote, old enough to fuck. Yeah, let's fuck them in the ass a little bit more. And they cannot wait. They cannot wait. Because they've been propagandized, these children, these sheep, sent to the slaughterhouse. To borrow a quarter million, hundred thousand, even seventy-five thousand. You gotta go to college. You gotta go to college. Everything's better in college. People are smart in college. I remember this was told to me in the eighties and the nineties. Oh, hey, wh- why is everybody a fucking moron here? I didn't think like, oh, maybe this, you know, this is the average population. They're all a bunch of fucking morons. I thought, whoa, college is where the smart people are. Everything gets better in college. Girls show up for time on dates. Girls just show up for dates. Uh, you know, people show up and, and, and they're professional and everything. It, it all gets better in college. And you think, oh, I don't have to deal with this leftist fucking indoctrinating K-12 through inferior teacher bullshit. I don't have to deal with this prison. I'm free. Hey, and everything happens in college. And so you have built up in millions and multiple generations of young kids' minds, young high schoolers' mind that college is where it gets better. So it's a birthright. Like everything, oh, I'm free. We're the fucking Jews and we finally got through the Red Sea. And those professors part of the Red Sea, and little do they realize you're just being sold down the river and it gets even worse because now they got to pay for it. But getting to your previous point, Dr. Jordan Peterson, this is why your your idea of this cute scanning software to see whether something's modernist or postmodernist there's your academic naivete speaking they're not going to college to get a degree or an education or investment this is their birthright this is their only hope this is the only thing these kids have in their goddamn lives and any try any attempt to introduce reality sanity empiricism logic reason rationality is going to fail because and it, it I tried. I tried with my book, Worthless. It it, it did well, but not as well as it should have. And the reason why is these kids don't give a shit because their parents fucked them over, their K-12 teachers fucked them over, the politicians fucked them over, and nobody in academia and post-college higher education cares not to fuck them over. They need the new blood. And these kids have nothing better to look forward to in life than college because that's what they were programmed to believe. So they're not going to be reason or rational. If they have good nuclear families and a strong father around, but we can't have that because penis is evil, uh, they're, they're going to become engineers and all that. And I've, I've met a lot of these young kids who are doing well. And, and uh, we here in the private sector, in the manosphere, in the blogging world, in the podcasting world, we're doing the world that a bunch of deadbeat dads didn't, apparently. Uh, so there are some. But the vast majority of sheep, the vast majority of students, they're not going to college with any kind of intellectual honesty or desire or integrity 
to actually do well in life. They just want to escape from high school. They just want to go into this promised land. And they're so beaten and defeated. And I actually feel a little bit of sad and pity for them. That they don't want to take any more calculus. They don't want to do any more. They're going to take the easy route, Dr. Jordan Peterson. And that's why the liberal arts are never going away. The humanities are going are never going away. And the postmodernism disciplines, if you can even call them that, are never going away. It is a consumer good. It is spring break at Cabo San Lucas. It is spring break at San Padre Island. This is their celebration. This is their birthright. This is their entitlement. This is no different than a goddamn wedding to go into debt for. It's eerie how similar the economic nature between weddings and college degrees are. They are not going to be receptive to logic, empiricism, reason, or evidence. They are going to have their goddamn celebration. They are going to celebrate by having the college experience. It is their birthright. And no matter what or how noble your intentions are, Dr. Jordan Peterson, these kids don't give a shit. You will always have the parasitic, lazy, and pathetic and the beleaguered, the defeated, the beaten young children going, because they can't. They just can't major in engineering. Because K through 12 teachers just suck the fucking life out of them. And parents did too. Parents did too. So that's why. All right. Maybe we should do some podcasts. Maybe we should do some sponsors. All right. Uh, Praxy. Do you guys have the Praxy app? Am I recording? Good. I'm recording. All right. Never mind. Sorry. Praxy. Go to Praxy.com. Actually, don't bother going to Praxy.com. You can go to Praxy.com if you want, but you can't download the app there because the app is for your phone. You say, why would I want this app on my phone? I already got a ton of apps. What more apps do I need? Uh, Go to your Google Play Store or your iTunes Store, iPhone Store. Download the Praxy app and you can contact me directly in case you need emergency asshole consulting. It's like a face chat. You basically can call me on the phone. and If you need to see my face, you can. You could do a video call or an audio call. For the sake of ease and not to have it fuck up, just give me an audio call because that way it takes less bandwidth. Uh, but then I, you, you basically could call me. And it, essentially it takes it's a 1-900 number if any of you millennial kids even know what that is. But it's $2 a minute. So before you call me, fucking get your shit together and make sure you got yourself, you know, have your questions ready. All right. Also, it cuts out. It's that I'll be honest with the with the provider who I am totally championing on because he's an entrepreneur. I think is a brilliant idea, uh, but it cuts out. So you know, make sure you have good internet connection because it goes voice over internet protocol. Right? Don't be calling me from the middle of nowhere, Nebraska. Right? Uh, and then also, if you happen to be like something of an expert, I do not claim to be that. But if you're a mechanic, a computer guy. Somebody who's got a skill and someone says, hey, I need you to look at my engine. Hey, praxy me. And I don't even think, let me, I'm wondering. I know Chad Elkins is on praxy. You're like, hey, I got an accounting question. You contact Chad Elkins on praxy. Um, But like, I don't know if any mechanic has actually gotten through to that. Tradesman, I don't know. I know he's got a plumber dude. Try to call him. He was never around. I always try to pick up. I will always try to pick up. If I didn't, email me or something like that, but we'll, we'll get together. But I don't know if anyone who is a tradesman 
has got it. But by God, if you're a tradesman, get in there. Get in there now. It's like uh, the Wild West. It costs you nothing. It costs you nothing. You do have to provide your payment information like you need a bank account so they can you can pay you. Uh, but download it either to use it or to make money off of it. Go to Praxy.com and check it out. Uh, I'm on Steam it for reasons I don't know. Maybe it'll make money. I, I have no idea. You can follow me at steamit.com slash at symbol Aaron Clary. We got the real Mark Baxter. You go to realmarkbaxter.com. Check out Mark's podcast. And, you know, actually he's growing pretty well. He had like, he hit the 500,000 download mark or something like that. So that's good. Um, if you get sick of tired listening to the captain, you could check him out. Have you bought your nose hairs trimmers today? If you haven't, go to captaincapitalism.blogspot.com. Look for the Amazon banner. It'll be to the slight down and to the right. I didn't see it. That's because you're a lazy millennial fuck. And you didn't look hard enough. It says Amazon. It's got the Amazon banner. I don't know how much easier to make it. Go and click on it and do all your online shopping there, including nose hairs trimmers, which is probably the highest return on investment you're ever going to get. But if you would be kind enough to do all your online shopping through my Amazon affiliate program, I would very much appreciate it. It helps me keep the lights on here, pay for hosting costs, and all that other good stuff. We have my books. You guys know them. Reconnaissance Man, Black Man's Guide Out of Poverty, Black, uh, Bachelor Pad Economics, Worthless, Enjoy the Decline, Curse of the High IQ. All those are available in paperback, Kindle, and audio except for Black Man's Guide Out of Poverty because I'm racist and I hate black people. That's the real reason. I'll confess now. I'll confess now. I spent months, literally months, writing a book aiming to help out black people, black men in particular, who are poor. Uh, but the truth is I hate I, I hate that group of people. I hate black males who are poor. Because aside from the black part, I was exactly like that. You know? Now, I didn't live in the ghetto. Don't, don't think of it. But I was poor, and I, was, I did have a penis. Uh, and then I did a little bit of economic research, and then I applied the science. And then uh, I said, hey! Seems like we got a lot of black people on asshole consulting, sending me a request. Let's help them out. Black man's got a poverty. Boom! Are you black? Are you poor? Do you have a penis? Then read that book and get the fuck out of poverty. <laughs> actually, and it actually is that simple. It is that simple. Read that book. If you happen to be a black male and you're in poverty, why the fuck that's not the New York Times bestseller? I don't know. Oh, that's right. The New York Times and everybody, the Democrat Party and the media wants to keep you under the wrap so you keep voting Democrats. So those people, did you notice how Bernie Sanders has an Audi R8 and you don't? I mean, you, that's the one thing I don't get about Democrats. Like, you'd think, like, these Democrats, these magnanimous, these selfless, oh, we're all for the minorities and the poor people. Well, why the fuck don't you give them your money? Why you... I'm, I'm not joking. I'm not even saying this to, like, ah, win you over or anything like that. An Audi R8. Hang on, let's look that up. What's an Audi R8? This is why, this is why you get... You gotta look these people up, guys. This is why the Cleary test is... Let's look up an Audi R8. There we go. Bing. Thank you, Bing. Audi R8. Don't you find it odd a socialist has an Audi R8? Isn't that odd to you guys? Uh, price. I gotta type in price. Price. Okay. Here we go. Audi R8 pricing. Pricing. Alright. Here it is. Alright. Uh, the 
V10 Coupe Quattro S-Tronics. And then there's the Spider. And there's the V10 Plus. All right, look, here, guys, here's here's the prices of these things. All right, listen to me. 162,000. 162,000. A house. 175.1, 190,000. Okay, more than $150,000. I got news for you. Mean asshole jerk that I am. I am never dropping $150,000 plus on a car. I have other shit to do that's way more important with that money. I'd rather help out some of my friend's kids. I'd rather help out a genuine black man who's trying in life and not, oh, fuck white and shit. Oh, I majored in liberal arts. No, no. Like this dude's like, I wish I could pay for my uh, computer engineering degree. I'd rather give my money to that guy don't don't hit me up for money. I don't have $150,000 laying around. I just paid off my house. I'm very cash poor right now. I'm just saying, if, if, think about this. Think about this mentality of like rich people. Now, I have an opinion and theory on rich people and why they just don't give the money. Let's say you, me, and every other regular schmuck gets to the point you could actually buy for cash an Audi R8. So you got $170,000 laying around. It's a car. It's a fucking car. It gets you from point A to point B. Maybe in a little bit sexy and more manner. Maybe the girls turn their heads. Maybe you get your dick wet. But let me ask you this. $150,000. You know what? Take take your uh, your nephew, your favorite nephew or your favorite niece. Take your favorite buddy who had a kid. Take your favorite, t- just take some little piece of shit you know who's under the age of 10. And you say, oh, would you rather buy this fancy car that doesn't do anything more special than like say a Kia Rio for $3,000, which I bought an amazingly brilliant deal because I do have my quarter Jewish blood in me. I can find the deals. But think about that. What would you rather do? Would you rather... Get an Audi R8 and drive really fast. Small penis. Or would you like just make the kids fucking life amazingly easier and happier? You got to be careful. You don't want to spoil the kid either. You don't want him turning out like fucking Mark Dayton with a small penis and an addiction to, you know, prescription drugs. But, uh, you know, maybe spread it out. Think about that. Like three kids. You give him 50 grand. Imagine that when you were like 18 years old. What if like some rich uncle, not even rich, just, you know, he fucking kept his dick clean. Uh, he, he gave you 50 grand to like go to college. Would that have helped you out? Think about that. Think about the amount of money that's pissed away on fucking Audis and Range Rovers and Mercedes and all this other fucking bullshit. And if you actually helped out some little fucking get. I, now the balance is tricky. The balance is very tricky. You don't want to spoil them. As you guys know, I'm a big fan of the varmint. I don't want to spoil that piece of shit. I want to, I want it to learn and grow. So I'm not going to plop 150000 of which I don't have. Uh, but at the same time, it's like, eh, well, you know, you're going to go to trade school. You're going to go and become an engineer. Uh, you don't have to patrol fucking 80 hours a week on uh, Christmas break. <laughs> God almighty, you don't want to do that. You know, like, what if you did that? See, that's what I don't get about people that, like, get fancy cars. I just don't get I understand 
if you got like a classic car. See, that's the thing is like I, I, I'm, I've been eyeing a Mach 1 1972 Mustang. I won't lie to you guys. Is it egregious? Do I need it? No. But God damn, you know, you got to have a little bit of self-respect. Like, yeah, actually, I do deserve that. That's the benefits of living frugally your entire life and living in a basement. And like, you know, while your your colleagues, you know, you want to call them that, they're having kids they can't afford and their lives are miserable and their wives are getting fat. Like, hey, look at this sleek fucking machine I got from 1972. Suck my fucking dick. And those are only like 25. I found them. They're only like 25,000. So it ain't like I'm blowing 175,000 for an Audi R8. And you dipshit soccer moms with your goddamn tight vadges. Oh, I gotta have my Range Rover. I gotta, I gotta go show all the other, other women over at the coffee store. Don't you want to help out kids? Think about that. For one Audi R8, 175, that's, the, that's kind of medium range. How many $50,000? That's at least at three. You could help out three of your nieces and nephews, you know? But remember, I'm an evil, hate-filled Republican piece of shit, blah, blah, blah. Seriously, I'd rather, I'd rather help. I, I, there's no way. There's no way I'd buy some fancy German foreign car. I'm sorry. I'm just a better person than you. All you little faggots. All you little worthless pieces of shit who have nothing to point to of genuine value in your life, you're going to go buy a fucking German car. Look at you, I got a fucking Mercedes. It's like, don't you love people? Don't you give a shit about people? Is there not some disadvantaged person? I mean, honestly, okay, look, if you're buying a Mercedes, you already are probably the, you know, Wiseze, piece of shit, elitist, Winnetka, dick-sucking cocksuckers. Who don't have a soul to you. I guess, I guess you're already North Oaks. You're already North Oaks. You're already a piece of shit. You have no soul. All you do, you're like the fucking Saudi princes. Like, oh, I'm going to show off my dick with how much money I got. Okay, I guess you're a piece of shit. But if there's a soul to you, don't you have like some poor nephew or niece? Don't you have like some kid? I mean, what, what means more to you? This fucking car? Or the fact this kid doesn't have to starve going to college? Yeah, what what if you were to help with the down payment of a house for like this budding young couple? Like they're truly in love. You know, they're actually gonna stay together and like fucking raise their children. One will stay at home, unlike you dipshit cocksucking motherfuckers who like have a Range Rover because it's more important that trophy wifey poo goes and shows off her Range Rover she didn't afford and ships the kids off to daycare. What if there's like this actual I shit, I I hate to say this. I hate to say it because, you know, again, I'm an evil white person. I'd rather help out this immigrant fucking Mexican couple who came here legally and the the father is fucking working, busting his ass off and the wife stays at home. Maybe she's a maid. I don't know. I'd rather help out those fucking people to buy a fucking Audi R8. What the fuck is wrong? I don't like being charitable. I really don't. I really do not like being charitable. I think charity is bullshit. I think it's crap. I think the majority of people who need charity fuck themselves over and they need to suffer and endure the pain so that they galvanize themselves in becoming real productive members of society. But every once in a while, not every once in a while, this isn't every once in a while, I look at this egregious amount of pissing away of money. Not to sound like a Democrat, but like, my God, what is wrong with you? You'd buy a goddamn Range Rover or lease one 
Do you not have something better to do with my? Are there not other people more deserving of them? Eh, maybe they don't deserve it. I'm not saying they deserve it. Again, you don't want to spoil them. You got to keep that balance. But fucking hell, what is wrong with you people? You're going to buy a piece of machinery that simply goes a little bit faster. You can't drive faster than 75 miles an hour. Cops pull you over. Oh, that's right. You're an inferior piece of shit douchebag with a small penis and you got to have the Audi R8. Or you're a soccer mom trophy wife that actually doesn't have any skills or real productive value except to suck your husband's cock who makes all the real money over at Cargill. So he buys you this thing so that you can keep up with the other little inferior piece of shit. Truly insignificant. Truly in the grand scheme of life, insignificant pieces of shit soccer moms who does jack motherfucking crap except raise future dude bro spoiled brat pieces of crap. Hey, you know what? You got that Range Rover, you stupid cunt. What the fuck was I? Also, buy my books. <laughs> buy my books. Look up Aaron Cleary. A-A-R-O-N-C-L-A-R-E-Y. Uh, C-L-A-R-E-Y. R-O-C-K-S. Clary Rocks. Clary Rocks. Clary Rocks. Clary Rocks. Buy his books, lots and lots. So if you are a cunt who sucks a Cargill accountant's dick, C-L-A-R-E-Y, hey, go fuck me instead. All right, uh, jamesdeprisco.com. <laughs> He's so upset I, I let it. It's a tough act to follow, James. I'm sorry. jamesdeprisco.com. James, you know how to spell James. Deprisco is a little bit different because you don't know how you're going to. D-E. P-R-I-S-C-O, jamesdeprisco.com. He wrote a book called Economics of Catholic Subsidiarity. It's basically uh, a treatise on how to fight the invasion of leftist and feminist politics into the church. Now, your pope, who's you depopify? I don't know. You you Catholics just obey. And, you know, um, he's a communist piece of shit. He's not really the pope. Um, and I say that as somebody who's not Catholic and has no authority of which to say that. But basically, if you happen to be of a Christian faith or Protestant, heck, you know what? Even the fucking Muslims. I think the Muslims, is, they face this problem a lot too. You come here to the United States, and let's just say you're a peaceful Muslim. I know there's one or two of you out there, but actually, based on what is like 70, 75% of you don't want to fucking blow up buildings. So I feel for you guys. All right. Let's just say you're religious in general. And uh, my personal disrespects and disagreements with religion aside, it's better to have religion than none at all because then you're just feral animals running around fucking trees, right? Uh, But if you've been to the West, I don't just mean the United States, the West, you notice that there's some, and I know you, you Muslims love to side with the left because reasons and diversity, uh, but who is really attacking your religion? Right? Who's trying to make, you know, oh, feminism, women, we need women pastors. Like, there was this gal. I even think I have it on the, uh, I think I have it on the, uh, the list here, the news. Yeah, a liberal mosque founder over in Turkey under 24 7 police uh, protection. It's uh, one, you're female, you're not supposed to be an imam. Uh, two, you're letting gays and non-Muslims into your mosque, quote. 
Uh, and she was rightly derided by various different, uh, uh, and oddly, I find myself on the side of uh, Muslims I disagree with. They said, hey, you're not Muslim. That's not Karam, Haram, whatever. That's not legit, is what they're saying, basically. That's 100% true. So even if you may not be Catholic, you could be Muslim, you could be Jewish, you could be a Christian, a Protestant. You might want to check out this book called The Economics of Catholic Subsidiarity, because this is a genuine assault on all religions, all from another religion called feminism, called socialism. I would just like to maybe offer a little bit of an olive branch to the Muslims that would like to kill me. Say, you think I'm your enemy? I'm going to leave you alone. Leave me, fuck, just don't fly planes into my buildings. Well, okay, you can fly planes into New York and the coast. Okay, I'm not going to really complain. All right, but you know, fucking leave us alone. We'll leave you alone. Uh, But... We might have a common enemy, and that would be communism. Uh, and uh, feminism is just communism with a vagina. And that's really what it is. It's give us your other fucking money. And now they're starting to infiltrate different, uh, different religions. Not just Catholics. Not just Christians. This gal, well, we'll hit it up on the news segment later. This gal, liberal mosque founder, female. I, and I have... My morality, I don't care if you're female, you want to found a mosque, go ahead and do it. Don't tell me you're fucking Muslim, though. You want to be a, a, a lesbian pastor, fine. Knock yourself the fuck out. You're not a fucking Christian. You could wear all the garb and all that other shit. The second I see that rainbow flake, and I am pro-gay marriage. These are worlds that should not be uh, colliding. But don't get in the way of women and feminists and tell them that they can and cannot do things because of, I don't know, facts, reason, history, the definition of Christianity, the definition of Islam. God Almighty, wouldn't that be the most brilliant thing ever? The liberals are so degenerate. The leftists are so degenerate. They actually get the Muslims to fight on this side. Well, I guess you guys were. I mean, you Muslims were on the traditional more conservative side. You guys did vote Republican until some of your people flew planes into buildings and George Bush decided to, like, fucking bomb some places. You guys said, oh, whoa, George Bush fucking bomb places. Go vote Democrat. And then you start realizing what degenerate filth you're voting for. I admit, I admit, it's a very odd threesome. Threesome odd bedfellows. I'm just saying you might be on our side as long as the fuck you leave us the fuck alone. Uh, be, 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 be. Anyway, uh, cat, The Economics of Catholic Subsidiarity. You can find that on Amazon.com. If you like my books, review my books on Amazon.com. Frank Survey! Hang on, let me get rid of that. That did not fit in there at all. I'm going to reorganize that. There we go. All right. Frank Survey's book, The Uncle Nick Duology. Uh, he has uh, Uncle Nick and Burning the Midnight. He also has The Bro Next Door. Uh, it's a short read, but it's great. It's about do bro douchebags. And then I have it right here, Frank Surveys. Comp- uh, Corporate Land, Surviving Cubicle Warfare. Frank, one of these days, dude, you got to go have a beer. You're a very interesting person. I would definitely like to meet you. You can find those on Amazon.com. Adam Piggott. Adam Piggott is, I think, finally moved into Europe now. And he's noticing hot. He's like, man, these Europe chicks are hot. I'm like, you're married. He's like, yeah, but they're still hot. <laughs> anyway, uh, 
Adam Pickett, our good friend, visit him at Pushing Rubber Downhill, pushingrubberdownhill.com. He has two books out called Run Guts, uh, Run Guts, Pull Cones, and his flagship book, Pushing Rubber Downhill. Every young man must buy that. To be perfectly honest, where would I rank that in mine? I would say Bachelor Pad Economics is an absolute must for every young man. I would put that number one. Close number two would be Pushing Rubber Downhill. And I'd recommend that before Worthless and Enjoy the Decline and Reconnaissance Man because it's basically Bachelor Pad Economics is the instruction manual. Pushing Rubber Downhill is the Bible. It's more the philosophical reasons why you should do it. And, um, well, frankly, mine is more academic. His is more fun and entertaining. You're just going to enjoy that book a lot more. Anyway, hopefully, you fucking moron, Adam Piggott, you're going to start publishing some more podcasts. I know you're busy moving across the uh, the world. The world. I know. I know. Now's the time. Us real men, hey, 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 producer, I know you've been writing stuff. I understand. Let's get some podcasts going on. Anyway, pushingrubberdownhill.com. Check them out. Marty Andrade's Nixon's Guide to the Multiverse and D.B. Cooper. You can find Marty Andrade's books by going to Amazon.com. Search Marty Andrade. Uh, My favorite book of his, though, is Nixon's Guide to the Multiverse. It's just hilarious. It's brilliant. Uh, Please get that. The Pericles Conspiracy by Michael Kingswood. Think about how many oxygen molecules you take in. Oh, wait, no. Oxygen? uh, No, oxygen is an element. I'm sorry. How many oxygen elements? Uh, Not molecules. Atoms. Atoms you breathe in. Wait, is hang on. All right, I'm sorry, guys. Is it an element or a compound? Girls are like saying, what? I'm equal. I'm just like men. Compounds and elements and molecules are the same thing. Oxygen. I think oxygen is an element. Physical properties. Protons and neutrons. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Oxygen is an American digital cable. Really? That's the first search? Oxygen. Let's click on this. Okay, yeah, it is. It is an element. Yeah, there it is. All right, periodic table of elements. That's that colorful square thing, girls, that you just, you just, it's the patriarchy. You don't make the money men do because you didn't understand the squares with the numbers of the things. It's just, I have feels. Feels is more important than knowing the periodic table of elements. <clears throat> Where was I going with that? Oh, uh, the Pericles conspiracy, Michael Kingswood. So, let's say you take in a breath. <gasps> you have consumed millions of oxygen elements, uh, atoms. To keep yourself alive. Michael Kingswood bangs out 10 times that amount in pages. For every oxygen atom you breathe in, he writes 10 pages. Uh, because he just came out with another book, The Pericles Conspiracy, and then he has a prequel. It's already out. You just sent me this, you bleeping bastard. You just sent me The Pericles Conspiracy maybe a month ago. Now he's got another book out that's the prequel to that. Here's the thing. Just go, look, do you guys like veterans? I know Matt Baldoni doesn't. I know. Thank you, Matt. Let's just kill them all. All right. But uh, for the remainder of you who like veterans and you don't like giving your money to communist science fiction authors, he is the only non-communist science fiction author out there. 
Search Michael Kingswood. He has the Glimmervale Chronicles. It's a, a six-book series. He has the Pericles Conspiracy. Last week, he shed out the prequel to this. Next week, I don't know what he's going to do. So check him out. Michael Kingswood. You can find him on Amazon Deck. He's got his weird-ass fucking local book reads and all that. Just go to Amazon. It's going to be a lot easier. Kerry Lutz. Um, he's kind of like a, he's like a, an uncle to me. Carrie Lutz is like the the tall giant of a Jewish New York uncle. <laughs> he is. He's a great guy. If if any of you ever befriend Carrie, and you happen to be in Florida, go go say hi to him. He's just he's just a nice guy. He's a saint. And uh, but he is he's a hustler, and he's got his website financialsurvivalnetwork.com. Kind of like a Silvio Canto, like eh, he, they're like there's like these older guys, they're like your older brothers or uncles that you wish you had. And uh, Carrie Lutz is the Jewish guy, Silvio Canto is the Hispanic dude, and uh, they're just they're, they're really cool older guys that you should listen to. So go to Carrie's site, financialsurvivalnetwork.com. He also has a book out called Viral Podcasting, uh, and he is a much more professional, and better podcaster than I am. And if you're thinking about getting into podcasting, you think this is a career for you, don't be a millennial dipshit. And I'll, hang on, now I'm wondering, is there a degree in podcasting? Please tell me there's not. You never know, guys. You never know. You got to look this up. Bachelors in podcasting. Okay, good. No, we just got the Bachelor podcast. All right, good. Thank God. Degree in pod. Let's do degree in podcasting. Uh, good. All right. So far, academia has not gone down that road uh, to uh, have a degree in podcasting. Uh, but in any case, you don't need one. You just have to get Carrie Lutz's book, uh, "Viral Podcasting," available in paperback and Kindle. I know if he's done the audio version yet. I was saying, hey, I got this guy, Jim Fear, one thirty-eight. .blogspot.com. And I guess I am plugging him because he's that good. I was like, ah, I think I'd be a little bit hypocritical if I paid somebody to record my book on podcast. They're like, ah, oh, yeah, I, I, I guess that would make sense. <laughs> anyway, financialsurvivalnetwork.com. Check out my good friend, Kerry Lutz. Uh, all right, that's it for that round. Hang on. We got news. Now, listen, man, I like the news. You guys like the news? From Pink News. Dot UK, dot co dot UK. I'm sorry, Brits. We developed, we we created the internet. You guys just follow our lead all the time. I'm sa- I'm I'm sorry. 250 years ago, we took our best people from you, and now you're left with a bunch of liberal dipshit retards, and all the Muslims are coming over. Uh, Pinknews.co.uk, showing once again I'm not homophobic. Liberal mosque founder under 24/7 police protection over accepting gays. Co-founder of a liberal mosque in Germany is under police protection after she received threats as it welcomes gays and atheists. Let's stop right here. Again, Muslims, I know you and I are not particularly fans of one another, but at least I'd like to think we have an acknowledgement of one another. I'm going to say respect. Let's just say acknowledgement. How can you... You can't... (laughs) Atheists, that's the one that gets me. Gays is one thing. That's like, again, you can't be gay. Well, you can be gay and be Christian, but love the sin, hate the sin. Uh, love the sinner, hate the sin. I get that. All right. So, that, But that's frowned upon. 
And I'm with you gays, too, because I understand it's, it's, it's not a choice. Atheists? Atheists. Every Muslim organization, I don't care if you're ISIS, the most viral evil, you have every right to hate this organization. You do. Because atheist is antithetical to Islam or any religion. Who the hell are these people praying to? See, this is this is like a religion within a religion, and, and that is like you you're not gonna subscribe to any religion, but you're such a shallow, weak, pathetic individual, you're gonna co-opt and besmirch, slander, graffiti, another religion, an established religion, so that you have a place to what, to jerk off, to masturbate, to think you're religious? You're an atheist? Going to a mosque. What the hell is wrong with you? So the people, obviously the people who are going to this mosque, what is it, haram? Help me out. I'm finally starting to understand the concept. Is this hypocritical blasphemer? Is that kind of the same thing? Help me out. Those of you who are in the religious world. You are letting atheists in. So this tells me this is a fake place. This is not real. This is a genuine insult to Islam. Uh, You don't have to agree with Islam, but you have to admit this is insulting to them. And you're letting gays in as well. So that then asked me, who is this person in charge of this mosque? Does this person even give a shit about Islam? Sarian Attis, a Turkish lawyer. Oh, a lawyer! Who knew? A lawyer! Not like an engineer, not like a mechanic, not an accountant, a lawyer. Let's look her up right now. We are not even two sentences into this. But how much you want to bet, this is, again, to my Muslim associates, people, people were looking across the internet. Do you see we might have a common enemy? I'm going to predict that this is a woman who subscribes more to a communist leftist ideology and religion more than Islam and is butt-fucking Islam. Just like the feminists are butt-fucking Christianity over here. Let's take a look at this gal. I'm going to use Bing because it pisses off people who think Google is the best. Uh, Saran attest. Okay, let us, let us point out some commonalities here. She is ugly, she is fat, she is middle-aged. Let's go to Wikipedia. Sir Seran Attis, born 1963, is a German lawyer and Muslim feminist born in Istanbul, Turkey, of Kurdish descent. That's an insult to the Kurds. I really do cheer on the Kurds, though. Those are like our boys over there. Her family moved to Germany when she was six years old. She studied law under Free University of Berlin, so she had no intention of actually working a real job. She studied law. And has practiced law since 1997, specializing in criminal law and family law. She's a single mother. Oh, ho, ho! a single mom. Who fucking knew? Who saw that coming, guys? Her view is highly critical of an immigrant Muslim society that is often more conservative than its counterpart in Turkey. I've put her at risk. Her German language book, Islam Needs a Sexual Revolution. <sighs> You either accept the religion as it is. Okay. Again, I'm no big fan of religion over here. You guys know that. 
but I respect the religion enough to say these are the tenets and laws and rules and principles by which we abide. And for a cunt, a genuine cunt like this, to come in and think like, well, Islam needs to change for me. No, you really don't understand. And, and think of the arrogance and hubris of any person to say, well, it must change for me. It needs right. Now, I under, as a secularist myself, as an agnostic, I would like to see some uh, well, the reformations. Uh, but but I have the lofty position of being a secularist. I, I say, I think you guys are all full of bullshit, and uh, yeah, I don't believe in any of it. So I can arrogantly lay judgment upon you. But, but from the ground up, from being within the religion, I, I find it so hypocritical. People who claim to be part of a religion... They're, they're subscribing to, oh, I believe in I believe in X, but I got some issues with X. Well, then you're not part of X, you fucking cunt. Go worship Y. Go create your own fucking religion. I mean, at least I have the decency and respect because, like, look, as agnostic, you're like, ah, what's the afterlife like? I, I don't know. I got to figure something out. That's like the next project. No. I, I really would like to figure out what's going to happen later on afterwards. But I dare don't insult the currently established religions, whether you're Jewish, Hindu, Christian, or Muslim. I don't believe in any of it. You, I'm sorry, guys. I just don't believe in any of it. And you can hate me for that and find it disagreeable and say, oh, geez, you really like it. Okay, I understand it. But can you at least grant me the hat tip, the shaking of the hand, that I'm not going to defile or lessen your place of worship or your religion by claiming I'm part of it just so I have like some kind of satiation about worrying about the afterlife. Like, I don't really believe it, but it's kind of pretty close. I mean, I give you guys that much respect. I don't, I don't want to like, uh, like, this is why I don't go to church. It, it, it's not only because I don't believe it, but it's disrespectful to a place of worship, regardless of what religion it is, to go in there when you don't believe it. Who the fuck are you? Why are you there? Get the fuck out. That's not your affair. That is that is their affair. You should respect that, that they're going to re- worship whatever it is, their religion. That, that, you don't belong there. Get the fuck out. It's it, To me, it's like uh, there's a, a 12 and 13-year-old middle school girl sleepover, and I'd walk into that. Like, I have no right to fucking be there. But... Even if I walked in, I'd be, I, I maybe, okay, okay, that's a little weird. Let's try a different example. Let's say I, uh, I go to the, uh, the Irish club, because apparently I'm not fucking Irish now after all. So I go to the, hey, how's it going, guys? I'm not Irish. I don't belong there. All right. But that is nowhere near as bad to say, well, I claim to be part of this, but I think we should change some things. The hubris and arrogance and the, 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 uh, The self-centeredness to think that you have the right to tell a religion that has been established for a thousand years, two thousand years, four thousand years, whatever. It could be fifty years. That's these are the original religion. These are the rules. I think I should well form your own fucking religion, you goddamn cunt. But while you're forming your own religion, don't you dare claim to be Christian, Muslim, uh, Jew, or whatever. Call it something else. 
was it the pagans not the pagans wiccans at least the wiccans had a decent honor like yeah we're gonna call it something completely else Addis has stated she is in hiding and would not be working on Muslim women's behalf publicly, including the court, due to the threats against her. Good! You know what? Good! Good! One thing I actually agree with, like, yeah, you're going to fucking co-opt this religion, claim it's under your... Hypocrite. Evil. What's the word I'm looking for? Not apostate. False priest. What's that called? Help me out, religious people. She and her client were attacked by a woman's husband in a German courthouse in front of onlookers who did nothing. Ah, God, there you go. There you go. Ms. Addis opened the Ibn Rushd Gutha Mosque in 2017 as the first liberal mosque. Liberal. Do you guys, do you Muslims notice that? Do you notice that? This is a first conservative, first uh, Republican, first libertarian. It says liberal mosque. In Germany, where men and women pray together, and women could take the role of Iman leading a prayer. There you go. So then what's what's the religion worth? If all those rules existed before, saying women could be Imams, and now this one comes along and say, well, now they can. Now what else in your religion is wrong? This is, again, the, the biggest problem I have with, even though I'm pro-gay, be gay. Fucking okay, I don't care yeah. Be a gay pastor. I don't care. But if you're a gay pastor, now I call your entire religion into question because it undermines some of the fundamental principles. Uh, The Turkish Religious Authority and the Egyptian Fatwa Council have condemned her project and she has received death threats. I don't give a shit about you, woman. Because here's the thing. Much as I disagree with Islam, uh, this is an insult to Islam. This This is a woman who's more obsessed with herself more, she cares more about herself than any religion or anything else. That's that's truly what it is. How do you let atheists in? That 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 tells you right there that it's more about her and her ego than 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 actually the religion. And you know, single mom, it's all over. It's all look. Can we admit in the religious spheres that we have a common enemy, and that would be the Pope. I mean, communism. Which is one and the same. Can you guys admit? Look, all you religious people out there, whether you like what I'm saying or not, hear me out on this. Who's your number one competitor? I love to. Th- I, I love it. You Christians think Muslims are the number one. You Muslims think Christians, and the Hindus are kind of like, oh, look what's going on. And in India, uh, the Hindus don't like the uh, Muslims too much either because there's like some killing going on. I think all your religions have a common enemy, and that would be communism. And feminism, which is communism with vagina. I think you guys have a bigger, much more dangerous enemy, common enemy, than than each other. Because communism is coming, and it's got more converts. Way more converts. Even over here in the United States. Oh, you could call it a political party, but the majority of people voted for communism. They voted for Hillary Clinton. And you can say, oh, she's not a communist. Shut the fuck up, you ignorant goddamn piece of shit who's never looked at the federal budget. I think religions should get together to eliminate communism first. Eliminate feminism first. And I'm not talking women having the right to vote or, or drive. Of which, by the way, Muslims, your Somali women can't try for fucking shit. The men are good. Men are good. 
You guys all become like taxi cab drivers, but your women are fucking shit drivers. Get them out of those goddamn Honda Odysseys and just, I don't know, get them in the goddamn kitchen. Go fucking, I don't care. Just get them to fuck off the road. But uh, for all of you uh, religious people that want to go kill each other or fight one another or try and get future converts, may I suggest that you take serious inventory of who your true threats are. And that would be communism. That would be socialism. Because, hey, let's come, to the, uh, let's come to the Western world and celebrate our Islam. Hey, welcome to, uh, welcome to the Western world. You came here illegally and uh, here's all the fucking money in the world. Hey, guess what? By the way, do you really think that government is going to give up its power over Islam? You want to talk about, like, thinking forward into the future? You want to talk about, think, like, you think the government power is going to give up? They're going to fucking kill you. They will kill you. If it comes between a communist state and all these worthless, spoiled little brats in the Western world having their government money and their government jobs versus you having the right, and you want to become the the new government, oh, they will fucking kill you. They will fucking kill you. (laughs) There is no doubt in my mind. They kill each other. They throw each other under the bus. Did you see Bernie Sanders and Hillary Clinton, how well they got along? You see what the Democrat Party did to Bernie Sanders? The bigger, more viral, more evil religion is communism. And as much as I disagree and dislike religion in general, um, I would rather have a very diverse group of religious people who believe in you know burning bushes and guy in the desert fucking nine-year-old girls and, and guy nailed the plank of wood. I'd rather believe in that shit. I'd rather have you guys around than Stalin, fucking Lenin, Pol Pot, Mao Zedong. Rather have you guys because you guys only like kill like the Muslims who are the worst of the group. Shut the fuck up. You are. You only killed 3,000 people with bombs and and only 30% of you hate the rest of the world. Only 30%. Communists are like the fucking Borg. You guys better get your motherfucking shit together, motherfucking align with us, and let's focus on our common enemy and obliterate these motherfuckers from the planet. Of course, it is human nature. I don't know if we can obliterate it because it's programmed in our genetic DNA. But uh, I, I, I know, let's say, hey, let's go after ISIS. Yeah, let's go after the radical Muslims. Hey, somebody blows up a church or shoots up a black church like that. Let's go after those guys, people too. I understand. Let's go after evil wherever it is. But if you want to like start getting groupy, you know, like, hey, let's get things into categories. Uh, let's get them into groups. I think, you know, fucking leftists would probably be a pretty good target. You think leftists are going to let you have the religion, of, uh, freedom of religion? Do you think that's going to happen? Uh, and here's Siren Attis. A miserable piece of shit. I, I won't, I won't care if you guys I really won't I don't care if you Muslim guys go at go go do I don't care I'm not endorsing it because that would be illegal and that's a lot of times the only thing that keeps people from doing things but yeah if this person were to show up dead I I would not shed a tear I'd be like meh 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 um alright what else we got I did that. 
there's the Chelsea Handler and Tommy Lauren debate. That's coming up. That's part of the news. I don't know if that's new. I just... I want to fuck them both. The question is, who do I want to hate fuck more? Chelsea Handler has got this thing. She's just got this thing about her. It's like, yeah, you really need to be punished. The issue is, though, whether Tommy Lauren, a stupid, ditzy, hot chick that got her popularity because she's hot and not through galvanizing, um, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, forging through the fires of debate and you know she's she she just got by because she's hot horny middle-aged men in the republican party promoted her because she's hot and you guys send this gladiator in against chelsea handler now chelsea handler she was also hot but she comes from the leftist side uh i think who's going to defeat the other, I think my money's on Chelsea Handler because she's a little more street smart and she's older. You guys are sending pretty girl Magoo. I just like Republicans because, like, I love America and Sean Hannity. Oh, my God. Like, you know, capitalism and freedom and stuff. You know, shoe on head, that kind of fucking bullshit. You're going to send these like they've never been inside the intellectual gym. They've never been inside the intellectual gym. I honestly, even somebody who's mentally incapacitated like Bernard Chapin could even out-argue Tommy Lauren. <laughs> ah, let's rattle the cage a little bit. But no, on a more serious note, because Bernard Chapin isn't serious. I mean, if I had to put money between the two, I'm going to put it on Chelsea Handler. She's going to fucking own this girl. She's going to own her. Uh, and, and Chelsea Handler is is no intellectual titan herself. She's just a... Gen X, elder Gen X, you know, piece of ass that I'd still like to fuck in a hateful sense. Um, I mean, this is going to be like watching squirrels fight. I don't know. I, it's just it's just an interesting thing coming up. Uh, what else? Strangers race. Ah, I'm not going to go over that. That's kind of thing. Oh, you know what I want to do? Here's what I want to talk about. It. Let's talk about a nice thing. <laughs> want to talk about it. Well, you know what? Hang on. Before we do that. Let's do the rest of the uh, sponsors. Hang on, I'm going to take some notes. No, we'll do the rest of the sponsors. Uh, Poor Richard's Retirement, that's my latest book out. Do you have enough saved up for retirement? No? Get that book. There it is. There it's for you. That's it. That's the sales pitch. I don't know what else to tell you. Asshole Consulting, if you need help, uh, contact me. Uh, but if you uh, need a lot of help, you're a loser. Go with my life improvement program. This is not the douchebaggery or snake oil salesman type of uh, what's his name, Mike Cernovich type of thing. I, I, I'm against him though. I'm against him. He's just I, it's skis. There's too much slime, too much slime with that. Uh, I have a life improvement program. Like if you actually want to improve your life, you give me ten thousand dollars, and if you actually improve your life, I give you five thousand dollars back. $1,000 for each goal. Uh, this assumes, though, that you have five goals, so we, we can scale. Like, like I want to lose weight. Give me $2,000. When you lose weight, I'll give you half of it back. So you're basically betting against the house, and I make a lot of money. But I'm betting against you because you're losers. I get a shit ton of fucking losers in my life. Like, oh, I, I'm a loser. How do I do it? I don't know. I'm like, oh, well, give me fucking ten grand. If you want half of it back, 
I think that's a pretty damn good incentive because most of you losers don't have money and five grand is a lot of fucking, well, five grand is a lot of fucking money to me. And that's why I want to keep it. Uh, I want to make it. <laughs> but I'm sick of it. I'm sick and tired of this. How do I meet girls? Oh, I want I want to be more social. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm so fucking done with that bullshit. You want to improve your life? Do you think $5,000 is worth it? You're damn right $5,000 is worth it. Why don't you fucking give me 10? And when you improve your fucking life, there's five grand back. You say, hey, for five grand, I did pretty fucking well. Holy shit, is it worth five grand to turn around your life? Yes, of course it is, but you're a lazy millennial fuck who's at home jerking off the fucking internet porn and you got nothing fucking else going on, so what the fuck do I care? Just give me your fucking money. It's basically a way for me to make money and there's like this way for you to actually improve your life. So I, I don't know. How much more honesty do you want me to be than that? Still, if you are willing to pay $25 for an email on average or $35 for a video on average, you can go to assholeconsulting.com. I will teach you the things and the ways of how to not fuck up and become me. If you guys think I'm successful, I'm not even joking. Trust you me. If I could have paid myself $35... 20 years ago, I would have been way further ahead. You could be way further. I'm not joking, guys. You could be way further ahead than me. Way further ahead. You just have to pay for the wisdom. I did not put the time and effort and suffer the pain and agony of the bullshit I went through uh, to not charge for it. And it's a fucking steal at $35 a video. Trust you me. So go to assholeconsulting.com. If you'd like to advertise on the podcast, it's $100 a month, and then I throw you on all the other social media sites. Chad Elkins, ElkinsCPA.com, our good friend Chad, who cannot talk for reasons. I would love to talk some more, but... Horror! Uh, Anyway, ElkinsCPA.com, you can go and uh, hire out the Manosphere Red Pill alternative media. I wouldn't say alt-right, don't Get him caught up in politics. He's just an entrepreneur, hustling young man, and he wants to be your accountant as long as you're not a douche and you actually fucking pay. So if you're not a douche and you actually support yourself, go to ElkinCPA.com, have him do your taxes. I know it's not tax season, but he may have some insight. It's worth it. Give him 100 bucks. He'll evaluate your last year's tax return. And he might save you $1,000, $2,000. Have him take a look at your tax return from last year. I, I Don't quote me on this. It's going to cost about $100 for him. He was like, well, he charged me $200. Well, did you send him a 45-page tax return? That's why, probably why. Anyway, look, do you trust an honest guy uh, to do your taxes? Uh, can you think of anything better than the crossroads of honest guy and tax code? He's a pretty fucking important guy. Maybe you should go to elkincpa.com and give him some of your fucking money and you'd actually make money. Think about that. Like you give him 100 bucks, you get 500 in return with tax saving. Then we have the League of Extraordinary Podcasters, 405media.com, obsidianradio.com. We already talked about Financial Survival Network. You guys know that. Silvio Canto at Canto Talk. You can find him over at blogtalkradio.com. His last name is spelled C-A-N-T-O. Interesting fellow. Why would I listen to him? Well, because he used to live in communist Cuba and he escaped when he was 10. He has a book out called Cubanos in Wisconsin, 
which was a very, very, very interesting read. Not very well written. Not badly written either. Don't don't think it like, ah, his writing's for shit. It, it isn't. It's just not. It, it, um, it's on a scale of 1 to 10, it's 6. It's slightly above average, but don't expect like brilliant writing. But it's the story that really mattered. That that was brilliant thing from the eyes of a 10-year-old going from communist Cuba to Wisconsin. Then that's Cubanos from Wisconsin. Or no, Wisconsin, no, Cubanos from Wisconsin? No, Cubanos to Wisconsin. Um, he becomes a Green Bay Packers fan, which you should cheer on because the Green Bay Packers actually win Super Bowls occasionally, unlike the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, we have O'Shea Jackson. Go to O'Shea Jackson as YouTube uh, page. You just look up O'Shea Jackson. And the Negromanosphere.com. That's his website, Negromanosphere.com. I got a link to an article he wrote. Or no, he didn't write. Somebody else wrote it. Uh, but if you happen to be of the black persuasion and you want, you know, you're sick of whitey over here, old pasty white Aaron. And I'm fucking whiter than I thought I was. I thought I was Irish. And it turns out I'm fucking. Scandinavian Nord piece of communist leftist pussy shit. That actually bothers me more than I realized. I like I, Irish. They're kind of cool, and now uh, I'm from these faggots up north that like let everybody rape their women, and I'm just kind of like, like. There's really no Swedish festival uh, festivals in the United States. There, there really isn't. Because why would they celebrate themselves? They're like not the the uh, Vikings they used to be. And I, I wouldn't celebrate myself if I, I honestly wouldn't. I have more pride in the 20% Spaniard. I'm like, yeah, hey, those guys are kind of sexy. Even though this has nothing to do with it, I've never been to Spain or the Nordic Scandinavian countries. It's just kind of like, uh, well, I just, yeah. Anyway, um, I don't know what that has to do with uh, O'Shea. Just go to negromaster.com if you have to be the black persuasion and you want to read up on that. A lot of people say, well, you're like anti-white. No, I'm not anti-white. I'm just, I just, I have a hard time supporting a group of people that don't even have the self-respect to support themselves. And who do you think the majority of communist social justice warriors are? I just, that's, that's where I'm at. I'm kind of like a guy without a home. But I don't need a fucking home because I'm a fucking American and this is my goddamn home. And I'm dying in 30 years anyway, so fuck you. I don't care. All you people with children have to worry about that shit, not me. You people with your kids, you get to worry about the future. It's a very liberating, like, hey, oh, the world's going to pot? As long as you keep the fucking electricity on and as long as we got the world's reserve currency, I don't give a shit. You let as many fucking immigrants in. I don't care. As long as the electricity is still on and as long as I got property over in New Zealand or Singapore, I'll be fine. And then the Western world can go to fucking hell. BlowMeUpTom.com. Tom Likas. Saint Likas, as you guys should know him. Um, if you have not listened to Tom Likas, you young boys should. Uh, he is. I may be your older brother, but he is your father. You should definitely pay the fuck attention to Tom Likas. Even I listen to Tom Likas. Well, I, I listened a lot in the past, but he's older. You know, the dude's like 20 years ahead of me. You should fucking pay the attention to your elders, and Tom Likas is one of the truthful, more honest. Like, the father you never had is fucking Tom Likas. BlowMeUpTom.com, go there. And, by the way, if you happen to be an entrepreneur, advertise on Tom Likas. You're not going to get a higher rate of return. You're just not. Tom Likas, just go for a month. 
Contact Gary Zabransky over there. BlowMeUpTom.com. Send an email. Tell them the old captain sent you that way. They know, oh, hey, you know, Clary's trying to cheer on Tom. Because I do. Fucking Tom helped out like a decade ago. Like, if I didn't have him, I would not be what I am today. So, you know, BlowMeUpTom.com. Check out Tom Likas. Listen in. Cynical Libertarian Society. The great one himself. If you are listening, great one. You, you don't have to plug me that much. I, I, I paid the Cynical Libertarian to run ads uh, on his podcast. And it is uh, my favorite podcast now. And he beat uh, the Beckloff. Because the Beckloff turned into the Black James Show with Chris Beckloff. And, uh, it, but there, it's still one of my favorite shows. But CynicalLibertarianSociety.org. It's not CynicalLibertarianSociety.org. You have to do the abbreviation. Don't agree with him on many things. Just so you think like, oh, do you hate women and blacks? No, I don't. I, I really don't. And neither does he. He's just a little bit more even crass than me if you could believe it. But SinLibSoch.com. Cynical Libertarian. Uh, check him out. Advertise on his show. Uh, he has a small following but a very loyal following. And they will... <clears throat> um, Buy stuff. They actually will. I've, I've seen a positive rate of return on my advertisement there. But yes, great one. You do not need to plug me for a solid 30 minutes. Just tell your listening audience that I, I sponsor and don't turn it into the Aaron Clary show because it actually hurts sales. I don't like that. I don't, I don't want like when I advertise like, hey, just say, okay, look, let's put it this way. Between Chris Beckloff, Aaron's got some books and like some stuff. And I sent the book to this girl and it helped her out. So buy it. And then the cynical libertarian who does an infomercial, an hour-long infomercial. If you guys could like, you know, Chris, if you could actually read the book and then speak competently about it. Uh, And then cynical libertarian, if you could just, you know, not make it sound like you're sucking my dick the entire time. There's a happy medium in between there where it's like you actually know the product and like, hey, there's some really interesting things. And I could develop some opinions about them and just... Sell it on the fly and make these opinions on the fly, but yeah, you don't you don't have to. Do it. Anyway, cynical libertarian, sinlibsoch dot com, uh, favorite podcast, and um, it, it, now Adam Piggott had made a podcast. I might say Adam Piggott is my favorite podcast, but I don't know where Adam Piggott is. He's probably chasing all those European girls. No. Mitch Berg, Uncle Mitch, the one that didn't commit suicide, cowardly. I might add. Oh my God, did you just say that? Yes, I did. Don't commit suicide. It's cowardly. Oh, everybody thinks about it. They just don't admit it. Everybody's like, yeah, this is getting kind of tiring. And not even in a depressing way. You're like, fuck, how many more years of this shit? Is this it? It's a very interesting observation I had where, like, as long as you're in the first two levels of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, you don't realize the more sad existential crisis kind of like really crippling observations about your existence and like you're like i need to eat i need to have food and i need food clothing and shelter and i like to have sex and maybe that's why your 20s are so blissfully wonderful but then all of a sudden you're like oh wait i made money what oh fuck what now all this ends well i knew it ended but i didn't really know it ended oh i should go and rush and take her out but you know what's sad is most people never escape the first two levels of maslow's hierarchy of needs because they have children. I know a couple, both of which make over 100000 a year. And they just, they still manage to spend, not necessarily their money away, although they do do that. 
They piss away their time. And they don't love and appreciate each other. They don't love their kids. Well, okay, I, I know they love their Everyone's got to love their kids, but they don't exercise actual love. Like, hey, let's have a meal together. How are you doing, little junior? How are you doing, little junior S? And there's an odd, uh, ignorant bliss that comes staying in those first two levels of the Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Because, and I, I, I didn't, I was ignorant. The happiest I ever was was when I was ignorant. I was about to graduate from college. I had near 4.0. I had no debt. And everything had worked up until that time. But that's only because I was in a controlled environment of college. And I thought that I was going to make money. I finally would no longer be poor. I'd be able to afford... And I, I didn't have grandiose dude bro expectations that normally come from the Carlson School of Small Dicks. I'm management, sorry. I, I just want to like... My goal was like I could afford Subway sandwiches every day. You know, I mean, that was my goal. And even that didn't manifest itself. But when I was in that zone, like working towards escaping out of the first two levels of Maslow's hierarchy of needs... You thought there was this nirvana on the other end. And, and I think as long as people keep spinning the hamster treadwheel, uh, treadmill there, they're making progress, making progress. They don't realize that once you get up there, it's like, uh, why are we alive? What the fuck is going on? Huh? Anybody else with me? No. I'm, well, I got 40 years left. Does anyone want to come like ride motorcycles go do fuck? Oh, you can't because you, oh, you can't because, oh. All right, anybody else? Anybody? Hello? 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 We're right. I'm around to Alaska. Anybody want to come with? Anybody? Oh. Oh, okay. I'll get my sub sandwich. $5 foot long. It's special on Tuesdays. I get a lot more food than I need. (laughs) And I was like, ah. Is this it? Anybody? Is there anyone around? This is all we're going to do for the next 40 years? Uh, okay. What do we do now? Oh, it ends? This, this three decades long thing ends, huh? Does it? What happens after? We don't know? Huh. It's kind of depressing. Matter of fact, it kind of Consumes a lot of thought because there's no solution because we don't have the answer. But that still doesn't prevent you from spending resources and time and fretting about it. Religion? No, none of them make any. No, they don't. They don't answer it. They say believe, faith. Here's our book. We found it in a desert with some goat fucker shat upon it, and his sacred feces made it holy. The guy nailed through the plank of wood. What is he? Why? That doesn't make any sense. What? He died for all of our sins. Okay. Have any of us been there? No? You sure it wasn't some hippie dude in robes who looked like a pedophile with a lot of facial hair? Alright. Where was I going with this sad, depressing shit? <laughs> oh... Oh, that's right, Mitch Berg. So Mitch Berg didn't kill himself. And uh, the other Mitch did. And even though I, it's very taunting, or daunting, sorry, very daunting that um, 
you know, uh, life and everything. Uh, you shouldn't kill yourself. It's just it's a coward's way out. It's cowardly. No reason to kill yourself. You just but but, but there is that nice blissful first to second tier like survival. Get by, get by, and then you win the lottery. Yeah, I won. And then you're like, oh shit, Bob. Bob, you want to go fishing? Oh, you got to work? Oh, okay. Let's go fish by myself. Gun in the mouth. Anyway, you shouldn't do that. So, uh, Mitch Burke, 1280 AM, The Patriot. I'm sure he's very happy I sold him on that on that line right there. Uh, 1280 AM, The Patriot. Check out Mitch Burke. And he didn't pay me. Don't none of the, Actually, none of these people pay me. These are people that I just actually like and respect. So if you're wondering, like, oh, my God, you know, did they pay? No, they didn't. AcademicCompetition.com, if you are looking for uh, uh, somebody to do your homework, although it is summer, uh, not much going on. Yes, Alex, I know. You sent me the article. I haven't posted it yet. And it's not even that I'm busy. I just want to sit and relax and celebrate paying off my house. I just wanted to just have some time by myself, man. Um, yeah, so don't expect a lot of production this week. Uh, the old captain is taking it easy. Anyway, academiccomposition.com. If, uh, this upcoming year you would like to either work for or hire academiccomposition.com to write your papers or write papers for other people, Alex is already always hiring and Alex is always taking clients. So go to academiccomposition.com, contact Alex if you're either or. And, uh, yeah, he also does resumes, $100 a piece. You say, well, that's pretty pricey. Yeah, well, what, going and talking to the HR cunt because you had a shitty-ass resume or, like, sending out emails, like, for eight hours at a time? Why don't you just pay him the 100 bucks to get a professionally done resume? You don't have to worry about it. JimFear138.blogspot.com. I am going to rip apart <clears throat> Undertow in the elderly, brotherly, caring fashion of beating the shit out of people that you like. There was this guy called Undertow. He used to be on Chris Beckloff's program. And he was this mangina pussy. Oh, I have the Asperger's ADHDs. And he's lazy and he didn't work. And he lives at home. And he kind of got a job. And, he's, and now the man had a voice. The man had a voice. And he had an opportunity if he had some Glendon Cameron hustle. And we should trademark that fucking shit, Glendon. I really I think we should. And the story between Jim Fear and Undertow is one of does a millennial choose a path of success and kick assery? Or one of self pity, I have the Asperger's ADHD's autism. <laughs> well, Jim Fear now is my default go to guy. And I would love to give Undertow some work as well. Uh, but he's not around because he just likes the hustle. But if you want the winner. You want the real man, the one with a goddamn penis, the one who will get back to you and get you get your product done fast and on time, go to jimfear138.blogspot.com. And Jim, he's done the past two books of mine, very professionally done, and that it's it's not his craftsmanship. Although it's it's impeccable. His craftsmanship is professionalism, the speed I mean, he just does a great job. It's Glenn Levitt, by the way, not Glenn LeVay, but I decided to keep it in there because it irks people. Um, it's the fact this kid has fucking hustle. I don't even think he's 20 years old yet. I think he's 19. Maybe he's 20. He certainly can't buy himself his own damn drink. But he's the one that took the ball and ran with it. He set up a company. And 
Uh, now he's doing audiobooks for all my other colleagues. He has a backup now. He has a line of business that he, 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 he had. There's a weight. There's a weight. Now, I'm not saying like if there's a weight and you got to get it done now, okay, you know, go contact other people. But uh, if you need shit done professionally and you want to help, you want to reward a kid that fucking did it right and has, it's not like you're doing charity, like, eh, it's kind of shit, but we'll reward him anyway. No, this kid is a pro. Go to jimfear138.blogspot.com. The only reason I'm so adamant about it is because of the entrepreneurship and hustle that this guy and his other uh, colleagues have. So um, if you need some voice work, it doesn't even have to be a book. You know, just going to voice acting, anything. Anything requiring real voice and editing. That's the other thing. He does the editing very well. Jimfear138.blogspot.com. And Undertow, when you're done feeling sorry for yourself and you're done being a pussy, it'd be great if you joined us men because we'd love to fucking have you. Gab.ai and Minds.com and Steamit.com. I'm on there. Go follow fucking shit crap. Uh, the analysis, evaluation of stocks, and then stocks, bonds, investing. Oh my! Please, please sign up for those classes because I could really use some intelligent students. I have uh, two classes uh, online. You have to pay for them, of course. I don't do shit for free, as you guys may or may not know that. The analysis, evaluation of stocks, and stocks, bonds, investing. Oh my! Two classes offered online through hundreds of different online places. You say, where do I sign up? Just search the titles. The analysis evaluation of stocks or the more introductory one, stocks, bonds, investing, oh my. You'll find them offered different places. Uh, Different prices, obviously, since it's online. Pick the cheapest that's for you. But unless you really love the captain, take it at the most expensive fucking egregious place possible. Just search those. Also do keep in mind, though, these classes are predominantly attended by Utterly grandparent type of people. Do not bring politics into it. Be on your best behavior. Um, the fact that it's old people taking it should be an indication that maybe you should have taken it longer ago. So if you take it as a young man or woman, that's going to help you out a hell of a lot more, like most of my books. Well, like most of anything. Like if you're 68 and you're like, ah, oh, should I set up my retirement? Too fucking late, Grandma. So don't be that. You know, but but realize it's it's not grandma, but you know, forties, fifties, even sixty something, people want to learn about, you know, is my portfolio optimized or whatever. So there's no like, yeah, fuck Obama and, and hail Trump. None of that fucking shit. No politics, no bullshit. All right? Keep the world separate. You're basically attending class with your grandma, okay? So don't 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 agitate your grandma. That's all I'm asking. Then we got Betterment. I got a Betterment affiliate program too. Oh my God, Aaron, is there another way I could give you more money? Yes, there is. If you're ready to invest in an IRA because, I don't know, you got fuck all and nothing else to do. Like literally, you have no debts. And I was like, oh fuck, I better invest in an IRA and these overbloviated stock market prices. Uh, Go through my Betterment affiliate program. It's what I'm going to inevitably do when I'm done buying other shit i i'd really i'm not joking I, I know this isn't a sale for betterment but um if you need an ira go through betterment that's the basic thing but me personally i'm sorry i'm i'm probably more likely to buy a mach 1 mustang from 1972 than i am investing in an overvalued stock market with a dividend yield of under two percent i just i'm sorry it, it's sad when collectibles actually become more appealing not necessarily because there's the potential for capital gains, that's not what I meant. It's just like they're more enjoyable in life. 
They're just way more enjoyable. And since I subscribe to the Smith & Wesson Retirement Program, and I'm not all about like, yeah, I need to be kept alive for six more months at the cost of $800,000 of young people money. Uh, you uh, millennials did vote that in with Obamacare. Um, I, I just put a bull in my head. I'll be done with it. I'm, I'm going to be here to live life. So I, I have a hard time really investing in an IRA. But if you're at that point where you're like, I have fuck all left to do with my money. I've paid off my mortgage. I got everything paid off. I got nothing else to do. Um, yeah, uh, go through my Betterment Retirement Program thingy. It's on captaincapitalism.blogspot.com. Click on the Betterment icon. You're set to go. And then uh, the final, final um, advertisement is from my best of books, Captain Capitalism Top Shelf and Captain Capitalism Reserved. If you want the best of my blog posts but you don't want to read through literally 5,000 posts, I mean, it's coming up there, guy. I mean, it just, just get the best of. In an ironic sense, I know the song, you're like, oh, well, you write this book on this topic for that purpose. But some of the best writing is not about like a 300-page book. Sometimes it's just like this thought or this concept. It, it really just a very short essay. And some, I mean, hands down, some of my best writing, if not my best writing, is in Captain Capitalism Top Shelf and Captain Capitalism Reserved. I will be coming out with a third one here sooner or later. Um, I don't know what I'm going to call it. If you guys got ideas, hey, Black Kojak, right, right, make a note. I actually see your notes, dude. You and Miguel, I see you guys when you make a comment. And I do read them, I do, because there's, there's very few, because you guys are the only ones that basically comment on this show. If you guys got an idea, yeah, make a comment at that point. And I'm like, oh, hey, you know. But yeah, if you guys got an idea, I just, I want to, I always kind of was like going with, you know, like the, the booze kind of thing, top shelf reserve. Then I found out top shelf meant porn in the United Kingdom. <laughs> But then there's a piece of me that's like fucking horse or something like that. Something a little bit more brash. Or women aren't allowed. You know, that would get feminists. I'm going to show him. I'm going to buy the book and give this man my hard-earned money and buy that book that says I'm not allowed to. And it's like, yeah, okay, you're really smart and independent-minded. Just give me your dollars. That's all I really care about. Like the Democrat Party with blacks. Yep, yep, just just give us your money. It's always Whitey's fault. It's always Whitey's fault. Long as you vote for us and give us your money, we'll keep telling you it's Whitey's fault. Yep, women, it's always men's fault. Always men's fault. You just keep giving us the money, and we'll tell you whatever it is you want. Yep, yep. It's, it's fatism. It, nobody is, yep. Yep, beauty is a social construct. Yep, you fat girls, whatever you want, a man should like you for you. You keep believing whatever you want, sweetheart. I don't know where I was going with that. Okay. Oh, final. Let's let's end on a positive note, shall we? All right, now, let us be not sophomoric about this. Let us not take this the wrong way. I don't want no accusation. My, my primary accusation, oh, uh, pedophilia. I don't. I made an observation about a younger girl, but let us eliminate and cut out, oh, God, let's knock that off, right? Went to the grocery store. This is coming off of when I had to uh, chauffeur uh, the GF to hang out with her sister. I don't mind mentioning the place. I don't mind mentioning the place. It's called Sweeney's. It's over in St. Paul, south of here. And... um, uh, it's a, a regular hangout for 20-somethings. 
Uh, it's kind of like in the hip area of St. Paul, which is becoming more hip than Minneapolis, by the way. And uh, I hadn't been there in probably 10 or 15 years. And so uh, we had the convertible that she owns, two-seater. Okay, I'm going to drop you off, and I'm going to go pick up my sister, who also lives in St. Paul. You grab a seat, I'll bring back, and okay, chauffeuring, logistics, all that other stuff. So I'm sitting there. And in the upstairs, uh, they have like a private room you can rent out for, you know, weddings and gatherings. And they had it rented out for a post-wedding thing. And I was sitting at the main door, near the main door, because there was a plug-in for my laptop. And just sitting in. And this is like a Saturday night, you know, I just got nothing else to do. I don't care. And what I witnessed coming up and down the stairs, going to the wedding party and back. It, it it really provided some insight as as to how you know again I always worry that I'm getting too old to give you boys advice because I haven't been on the front lines in a while. But when I poke my head into the front lines like I did at this particular point at Sweeney's in St. Paul, and I hope to God you guys forward it and hashtag because Sweeney's is a fucking shit show. I'm reminded like yeah it, it's only gotten worse. My observations are just as uh, pertinent, if even more so today. Because all I witnessed was this conga line of fat, obese, and and I would have been okay with that, but they had to be loud and dramatic sows of American women. Just loud, disgusting on all levels. I'm not saying it for entertainment value. I'm not saying it to make an impact. I am saying it because it's 100% descriptive. They were loud, obnoxious. It was painful. I actually sat there. If it wasn't so entertaining and observational academic, I would have like moved to another point of the bar because up and down these stairs, going outside, smoked the cigarettes, were nothing but a train of fat, disgusting white women. White women, by the way, white. There was one black guy who was dating a fat black chick. Who knew that? Who saw that come? Although he did display some alpha. <laughs> we have to go back in and see if Amy's all right. And he just says, he doesn't even turn around. He says, no, we don't. I'm like, dude. Fucking A right there. There's the guy. There's the man. So, (laughs) I'm sorry, kid. I'm sorry, millennial boys. I am sorry. Gen Z, whatever the fuck is next up uh, on the deck. I'm I'm sorry. As an older man, like, even when I was in the thick of it, you know, like you're in the World War I trenches, you don't know what's going on. You think this is a shitty deal, and you're right. Your instincts, your intuition is right. But as you get older and you remove yourself from it, you become like this, not airplane that goes over the battlefield. You're like this satellite with thermal imaging, and you start to realize what's going on. It was kind of like that. I'm looking at these gals. They were fat. Not one hot chick. Not one. But then... On top of it, you think like fat chicks would be a little bit more humble. They're not. They're walking out. It was all drama. It was like watching uh, Days of Our Lives. I don't even know if that's even on anymore, if it's a thing. But it was It was just, it was a drama show. They're crying half the time. they got to smoke their cigarettes. They're chatting and cat, uh, chatty Kathy's like, oh my God, I can't believe Tina. We have to go get Amy. Oh my God, Becky. 
And as as a a guy who's not in the trenches anymore, you know, someone who like you know took a breath of fresh air, came back down. I'm observing. Filth. That's the only way to describe these guys. It's filth. Fucking filth. Not worth your time. There's always the parallel. I gotta go find a girl. I gotta go find a girl. I'm looking at this. I'm like, yeah, you know what, dude? You are totally better just being by yourself and jerking off the porn. I am sorry, but that is the quality of the average American girl today. Or at least those that go to Sweeney's. That's the average quality of the girl now that goes to Sweeney's. Like, ah, yeah, I'm, you know, even me. I'm not the virgin towel guy. I'm anti-migtow. I'm like, yeah, you should always try and work out. And yeah. But if that's your choice, if if that's the filth, genuine filth you got to choose from, I, I, I can't blame you. I honestly can't blame you kids for staying at home and jerking off to porn. I just can't because it's a better option. It's a better, like the one black dude, you know, in the entire wedding party, like, no, I don't. <laughs> That guy's got a future. That kid has a future. He actually has self-respect. But for those of you who are younger, you're like, because you don't know. No one ever told you. You know, like, what is there something wrong I'm doing? Is there something wrong? I, I don't know. Is there something wrong? I must be wrong because it can't be possibly that society is wrong. That like, oh, I don't know. Entire institutions of the entire U.S. You know, economy, government, media, academia, Nonprofits have like completely brainwashed the women to be just filth. That's the word, filth. Offering you nothing of value. Oh, how dare you ask me to give you something of value? Yeah, uh, sorry. Um, why would I expend my time on you if you're not going to offer anything of value? So it's just, just filth coming out of this this wedding party. Which only makes my observation which uh, that's mu- that much nicer. It was it was pleasant, and so again, this gets back to the pedophilia thing. So don't fucking get soft mark on me. I'm at the grocery store, and uh, the corner of my eye, an irregular uh, movement, I observe, and it's just odd. Just odd, like, and, and it didn't, I didn't know if it was male or female, it's some human obviously making a movement, and it, it, it goes right across my line of vision, like I'm looking at the deli, and then this obscure thing off to my left, immediately picked it up, immediately, because I'm a genius, my brain works that fast, I'm like, is something wrong about that, or not necessarily wrong, but just different, and here comes up. I don't know, like a 11 or 12 year old girl. She has a, a dress on. No makeup and glasses. And she fumbly, awkwardly, clumsily is running right past me. I'm, I'm you know, I'm looking at like the deli. I'm like, oh, do I do I want some like oh I could use some of that coleslaw. I'll look there's some Brussels sprout souffle and and, and just blah, 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 just like this awkward, gangly, rubbery bones haven't settled yet. Twelve year old girl bounds in front of me and my view of the coleslaw, and I, I I just couldn't help but keep my eye on her because there was something that was magnetism about it. 
not pedophilia. Again, I'm trying to prevent that. I, I just looked at it, and I say, why do I like that? Why am I not physically attracted to, not sexually attracted to? There was just some element of beauty. It was like the most beautiful thing I saw in a long time. There's this awkward 12, 13-year-old tall. She's very tall and lanky. She's taller than me. In a dress with glasses, no makeup, not sexy at all, just like a drunk giraffe newborn, barely making it across to where her folks were. And I'm looking, I'm like, why is this, it stopped me in my tracks. I'm like, why is this taking my, my, my attention? Why am, I, why am I attending to this? And it dawned on me that it was the innocence. It was this, just this, here's this girl who's about to become a woman, you know, in the biblical sense. And she hasn't yet fully, you know, she can't walk in heels. She's still fumbling about. And I don't know if it was the transition phase between a young girl and a, a young woman or an older girl and a younger woman but it was just charming as fuck it was beautiful it was i'd rather see that than a movie i got more value out of that in a non-pedophilia way here's this young little girl maybe not so young you know like oh she's about to become a young woman you know and and but gangly, naive, uh, just clumsy. She's horribly clumsy, horribly. No grace about her, none whatsoever. The opposite of Sophia Loren. And and I just looked, and I'm, I don't know if it was the kind of the twilight area, the twilight zone where it's a, a, a she's a girl, yet she's about to become a woman. Um. It was just nice. It was just nice to see this, you know, like, ah, look at that. She's, you know, she's kind of pretty, not really. She's got the glasses on, this nerdy girl. Maybe it's like, you know, flowers about to bloom. You're kind of anticipating to watch that. I don't know why. I don't know why I brought it up. I even wrote it down. I wrote it down. I took out my, uh, um, I have my notepad. And my well, okay, it's a piece of paper that I keep between my wallet, and then I had to actually go and find because I do everything digitally now, and, and I wrote it down. But I just it was it was nice, and I don't know why it was nice. I don't know why it was nice. That's why I wanted to talk it out here. I don't know why it was nice. Maybe the innocence. Maybe it was. Uh, just she just bounded like a deer. And maybe it is the innocence. Maybe it is because, like, it's, I don't see the, you know, contrasted with the Sweeney fat sow whores. There's an element of uh, purity. Like, oh, wow, you know, this may, I don't know, maybe she goes to church. I have no idea. And maybe there was like this, like, oh, maybe that's what it was like. Like, here's a girl coming of age. Maybe it's a coming of age story. And that maybe she'd be in a nice, you know, sweet, equally naive and equally gangly, nerdy, 13-year-old dipshit kid from the church. They'd meet on the prairie. I never watched Little House on the Prairie, but I'm just saying. 
And it was just nice. And it's just something I wanted to share with you guys. It was just, it's just so imagine this nerdy girl who probably would grow up to be a very comely young lady down the road, you know. She, she, but but at that moment in time, she's just this nerdy girl. She had she like she had all the fixings, but none of the engine. If that makes any sense, <laughs> like her mom probably is a fox. I probably fucked the shit out of her mom right in front of her dad. All right, but this young lady had all the makings of becoming a young. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what it is. Like there's hope. There's hope. Here is this innocently naive girl who's just bounding awkwardly. Has the fixings, the dress, but no makeup. That's the other thing, no makeup. And I, I just kind of like, huh. You know, I don't know if it's like a, an older guy in me, like, you know, like you have this intuition to uh, see beauty. Not sexuality. I'm just saying, it's like, that is going to grow up to be a young gal that could date my son, maybe? I don't know. It was just in awe. I just looked at it and I was like, wow. You know, it's like walk. it was like looking at a piece of art. Mobile, of course, and awkward as fuck. You know, couldn't walk straight. And I'm just like, well, that's kind of odd. But it was just captivating. It was just captivating. And the hell if I wasn't going to mention something about it. Because it did, it did, I, I, I don't know what it struck within me. I really don't know what it struck within me. Now look, all you guys are like, oh god, keep, keep our daughters away from God. I'm not going to chase after your daughters. It was just nice to see. It was just really nice to see. Just this like innocent, yeah, look, yeah, she's about to grow up and become a woman. Not even that. It was just so far away from becoming a woman. It's just like, eh, you kind of can walk in heels, maybe. Now watch her grow up becoming some, like, you know, insufferable cunt. And, you know, she'll grow into it. Yeah, see, maybe that's what it was. Maybe that's what it was. Like, the guy's got the early eye for, like, you know, I'm going with Darwinistic angle here. All right, so, like, oh, hey, I noticed that awkwardness. And, oh, hey, there's some potential there. And as like my Darwinistic brain would say, oh, that that's something to keep an eye on later for my son or me. Because <laughs> back in the day, you would, you know, what is it, the 30-year-olds or the 15-year-olds? Or, you know, like most of the, uh, you know, teachers who are, you know, hot 28-year-olds would, you know, bang their 17-year-old soon. But that's female to male. Anyway... It was just nice. It was just nice to see. All right, that's it. That's all we got for the Cleary Podcast. If you want to help out, um, I don't know, buy shit on Amazon. That would be basically the only thing. Buy shit on Amazon. Uh, buy the books. Share, like, subscribe, comment, all that other stuff. Book reviews actually do help. Like if you uh, did read one of my books, like, well, that was a damn good book, but I'm, I don't want to write any like, but I want to help a Clary anyway. Go write a review over on uh, Amazon.com. That actually does help out. And if you hate my guts, write a shitty review because those actually help out even more. I don't like this book worthless because Aaron didn't say what we should go and major in. And uh, this is due to the great one himself. And I'm like, there's an entire... Hang on, hang on. Let me take a look. Hang on, give me a second. Put those down. 
Give me a second. Oh, here we go. Gonna, I'll just get drunk today and watch spaghetti westerns. All right, here we go. Here's the book Worthless. Let's go to the table of contents, which is in the front. Yeah, I'm not joking. He said this. There was a there was a one star review on Worthless, and they said it doesn't tell me what to study. Chapter one, lucky you. Chapter two, basic economics. Chapter three, what to study. Chapter 4, what not to study. I don't know how much. Yeah. You do understand those one-star reviews are from people that hate me and never read the book. It's tough being me. It's tough being loved and hated all at the same time. So, All right. Um, hey, I do actually appreciate you guys. I, I did have kind of an interesting week uh, paying off the house. That was kind of like a really big thing for me. I was like graduating from college without debt. That was probably the number one thing uh probably because i put way too much on myself at the time and paying off the house was uh probably the second biggest thing and um i do i don't mean this in a gay faggoty fucking shit kind of way i do want to thank all of you um because that wouldn't have happened uh without you guys and you know everybody like over at the like fucking oscar yeah thanks like no you don't understand Without you assholes, this wouldn't have been possible. Uh, you guys, uh, you know, whether you're an asshole consulting client or whether you bought my books or whether you just tune in or share. Um, if it wasn't for you guys, I wouldn't have had this great life I got now. And I am never, ever, <laughs> trust you me, I'm never going to forget this. Never going to forget it because I was on the other side. You know, like I, I had a live in poverty and uh live in basements and sleep in 30 degree weather and inside inside uh and because you guys are so kind and nice uh well maybe not even kind maybe i compelled you with my awesome writing uh without you guys this would not have been possible and uh it it's uh it's humbling actually uh, in a weird odd gay sense it's very humbling so i really do appreciate all of you guys out there and very much appreciate the fact that you guys bought my books and you listen to what i say and you uh you know you go and you share and you spread and then the more important thing is you follow my fucking advice you do what i fucking tell you that's the most important thing obviously of course so but no um thank you very much uh it's been a hell of a week so uh I will see you guys later, and we'll catch you kids then. Toodles.